I turned my first trick when I was 16, but like my first client ever was when I was like 12. A client though. Yeah, it was my dad. Pheromones, do they oh, really work? Yes, and I fucked my goddamn employee. He seduced me, and I loved it. I thought you were wearing the pheromones. I was, but I think he was wearing them, too. We have one that seduces women. Was it a good doctor? Like, how'd you know who to go to? It was It was a very bad doctor. I almost died on the operating room table. Like, when I woke up from the surgery, there was, like, nurses over me, and they all looked at me, and they are like, oh, thank God. And I was like, what's up? Okay, so we are here with Lydia Dupra, who is an ex-sex worker turned hoe mentor turned hoe cosmetics CEO, uh, and we're just here to find out about her story and go under the influence. So welcome, Lydia. Thank you. What's up, hoes? Cheers to the... <laughs> Real quick, the way she spells hoe is, like, amazing. We'll put it on screen, but H-E-A-U-X, right? You got it, yep. yeah. I love that spelling. I've seen it on, like, you know, like, social media and stuff, <laughs> and when I once I've seen it, I was like, I love that spelling. I use it for, like... You know, when it's like a fancy, like I'm trying to feel fancy. Hey, you like it? This is amazing. Yep. This is my first time trying it. Do you drink uh, hard seltzer normally? Mm, no, I'm usually trying to get drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I like it. We'll, you know? send, we'll send you home with a box. There's no weird aftertaste, nothing like that. Very clean. No fake sweetener and no sugar. So I can't scientifically claim this, but drink a box and see if you wake up with a hangover. I've woken up with many hangovers. Not from this, though. <laughs> you mixed. It's really, like, I'm true, surprised but, yeah, how good that true. is. Awesome. That's just the first flavor. We'll get a trial for. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Let's okay. Go. So real quick, just for some context uh, for the audience, I wanted to ask you about, like, business stuff. So um, how long have you been doing Ho Cosmetics specifically? Uh, we launched in 2019, but I had the concept in 2016. Okay. And your current that's your current, like, full-time thing, right? Mm -hmm. You're the CEO? When did the first idea first strike? Um, so I had another company at the time, which was my mentoring brand for sex workers. So I thought if we had uh, extended the mentoring into tools for sex workers, like sex-proof makeup and things to increase attraction, that would just be a good way to extend my mentoring brand. So I had the idea, but the whole mentor brand was like at its peak popularity. So I was like, there's other makeup companies out there. I just have to put this on the shelf and do the one company that no one else is doing now. And then when that one stabilized, I was like, oh, okay, I have time for this. Do you do you know the valuation of either Ho Mentor or Ho Cosmetics? I have no clue. No clue? What? I feel like it, I mean, it has to be fluctuating, but like we keep like tripling sales every year. Like it's unfathomable to me. And like, I see the numbers every day and I'm just like, holy shit. So I, I have no idea what it's worth. What was the last, what was the yearly revenue from your last full year? Uh, Three million. Damn. And it's tripling. Yeah. Wow. Damn. So I'm, I'm just kind of curious because to me, sex makeup is very niche. Mm -hmm. Like what, what kind of popped? Like why did you know that that was going to be a really strong business? Um, because it's for hoes. And it's like sex workers <laughs> popularized makeup uh -huh. like throughout history. And I'm like, how is this a multi-billion dollar industry and there's not a single brand that caters to the people who popularized it? And I'm like, did I just find a niche in a multi-billion dollar industry? I think so. Mm -hmm. And I was right. So since I already had the whole mentor brand and I had this huge following of sex workers, it was just like, all right, we're rolling this out now. And everyone already like had such a solid reputation that the, just, the sales just immediately started. 
And then that's when we broke into the mainstream. Well, let's, we still didn't get the explanation of the whole mentorship brand. Oh, oh, oh I'm that, sorry. I thought we were talking about makeup. No, 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 you're, no, we are talking about makeup, oh. but I'd love to get the background too, because that's yeah. what, yeah. let's start yeah, early. Yeah, yeah. So obviously uh, you are a sex worker as mm -hmm. well. Um, why, why did you get into sex work? Yeah. What um, age? So I turned my first trick when I was 16, but like I was, my first client ever was when I was like 12. A client though yeah it's my dad so i was really desperate to get out of my house and i was fresh out of an institution when i was 17 uh -huh. and i had nowhere to go so i was just like oh like i've always wanted to be an entrepreneur but i didn't have any capital so i was like the best way for me to start a business overnight is if my body is the business and then i'll just save up my money and then when i know enough about business I'll just launch something. Wait a second. Where does that idea come from? Where do you think my body to make money to start? A, like where you saw someone else I mean, doing it too? Technically, if you have a job, right? Like a labor job, that's also using your body as a business. Just like yeah, manual making, labor yeah, is selling your body. You're making money with your body. And I was groomed to do it from a kid. So I was like, are you kidding me? Like I've been doing this shit for free. Like, like sign me up. Like I would like, I never had that moment where I was like, like I was just yeah. like, let's fucking go! Wow. Like, and now that I'm there's money in this, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I was so excited, and the fact that I was finally legal, I was 18, I was like, oh, I can do this shit out in the open. What city were you in? Um, I started in uh, New York, so Long Island, New York. So Damn. that was small potatoes out there. I mean, shit, that is a uh, that is a crazy story. Do you do you still have a relationship with your father? No. Okay. Yeah, I've like blasted him publicly many times has he gone to jail like mm -mm. oh my god yeah i mean it was a long time ago and i don't have like solid proof i don't have photographic evidence the only thing is like you know i have extended family members who are like yeah we saw some shit and i'm like why didn't you say anything like what the fuck like assholes yeah so i don't have communication with anyone in my family except my brother so like we're like super super close do so you your only sibling by the way um my only full blood sibling so i have like a half sibling and then i have step siblings but i'm smooth you you have this very like positive energy and you kind of tell the story with just a little bit of lightheartedness but how did you was there any trauma and like how did you get through any of that i mean i was sex trafficked for eight years so that sucked um that means your dad was sending you to his friends no 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 so that would have sucked too no um so i had broken into porn when i was 19 and i met a guy uh, who was also a porn star so like there was like an instant trust but he turned out to be a pimp and he like took all the money i made really for eight years yeah I'm but the thing is i thought that was my boyfriend like we were in a committed mm. relationship and his whole like method of grooming me is because I met him so young and it was all like, baby, like if I could suck the dick, I would do it. So if you, you know, so he's like, you're the only one who can escort. And I was like, all right, well, you know, he has a job. He's, you know, he's doing porn. It's not his fault that male performers make less money. And his whole thing is when we get enough money, you'll fund my business and then I'll take care of both of us. So I was like, all right, fine. Like there's some he, Tinder swindler shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Although he what, was small what, time in it. What was his business that he was proclaiming that he was going to start? So he started multiple businesses that failed all in the fitness industry. But his last business actually is stable now. And I put a quarter of a million dollars into it. Yeah, because he... That you made from escorting? Uh-huh. And then I, I think at that point, though, since that was like way towards the end of our relationship, I think that money came from like my real estate. So he had convinced me to like sell my uh, houses and stuff. Oh my God. Uh-huh. Wait, so so you said at 18 you started, you're like, okay, let's do this for real. Mm -hmm. What is step one? You going on to Craigslist? Like how, where do you start? So I started with webcam. So that was like, cause it was the great recession. I had tried to get a job. And I had gone all over New York to get jobs. My last attempt was in Harlem, and it was at a hardware store. So I spent the the last of the money I had to my name to go take the train to Harlem, and they just looked at me and they're like, "No!" Like, so I was so frustrated, and I was like, "Okay, fine. This is a sign to like get into hoeing." So I started with webcam, and then I was meeting clients through webcam, and then I was doing like photo shoots to like help you know my side modeling career. And it turns out photographers want to fuck everyone. Mm -hmm. So, like, no offense to the photographers of the world, but, like, I met enough of y'all. Um, <laughs> I've so, noticed that, too. Like, Yeah, they're super into like, it. Like, their DM slide is like, yo, you trying to shoot? Yeah. Like, it seems innocent. And then it's like, yo, take your, take your clothes off. Like, <laughs> you want some alcohol? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, but so they're, you know, they're down to fuck. And if you're already naked... It's not hard to squeeze a couple hundred bucks out of them, plus a free photo shoot. So I'm like, we still up. Like, <laughs> you know, so like there, there was no telling me that like I wasn't doing my thing. Like my first month of webcamming, and this was on like the most basic PC laptop with a generic webcam. And this, I mean, we're talking 2008. So like, it's like 240p. You see pixels of her. She looks like a crypto punk. But but I made 10 racks my first month. What? Yeah. First I, month you know, ever. Yeah. What do you, okay, so so you obviously had a knack for this. Like, what, like, what yeah, did what you, are you was doing? working? That, that, yeah, what are you doing? I, I mean, I'm just a finesser. Like, I was just telling them whatever they needed to hear. Like, one guy, and I never said no. So there's this one client I had from webcaming. I will never forget him. He used to pay me to pretend I was dead. And what? He, yeah, he had a necrophilia thing. And he would was so grateful because he told me all the other webcam girls were like terrified of him. And they were all like, no, I would never do that. I'm like, I guess to just lay here. And <laughs> we wait, have, like, wait, 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 hold up. That <laughs> is the, <laughs> truly, that's, the, truly. that's the easiest shit to do. Like I'm, they're probably fucking shoving things in their butt. And it's just like, you can just pretend to be dead. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, Lying on the floor. Wait, wait, like, yeah. Hit us yeah. with a, you have hit us with a, a dead. knife in your armpit. Like, no, what no, are you no. Doing? I was just laying on the floor naked, like back up, and just like with my mouth open and like my eyes rolled back into my head. For how long did you have to hold that? However much you could afford to. Oh. It was like my eyes would hurt three, trying to keep them rolled. It was in like three ninety nine a minute. So forever. Oh, for a web. Oh wait, so for how, webcam yeah. shows. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Explain that. So a webcam show, you're paying by the minute to be alive with a girl, and it's private. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, no one else has seen this shit. Like it's uh -huh. fine. You know? And is there software to know if like you're being recorded or not? Um, maybe now. Uh huh. But I don't think back then. Like. Okay. Yeah. You think that. Randomly, a video of you pretending to be dead could pop up. 
Sure. Yeah. <laughs> There's worse things than me on the That's internet. That's what I was like, about to say. Is okay. that the worst? It's or? a glorified yeah. nap. Like, <laughs> like, it's not that bad. Sleeping naked. What, <laughs> yeah. What's, a, what's another weird request that you've gotten? Um, Peeing. So Watching I, you pee? Mm-hmm. So that's I'm not like, that weird. Yeah, it's not It's not that Just weird. going but, to the bathroom, like what? That's like a... I don't know. I think it depends on the angle they ask yeah, for. Yeah, I think it depends oh. on what you what Are you, you peeing consider? on the laptop? Like down the webcam? Yes and no. So the guy wanted like a full like view from above. So I would just take like a clear cup, hovered over the webcam, but it's like very awkward to like squat over your computer. I'm like, this is the only computer I have. Yeah, like yeah, it was breaks and plug. Yeah. So I was like, very high stakes situation. But but I nailed it every time. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's Good. honestly talented. Holy yeah, shit. I was about to say. Good aim. Even I can't aim like that. Damn. Okay, okay wait, wait. So, okay, 18, you make 10 grand in your f- first month. You're like, I've hacked the Matrix. What, For real? Like, how does it evolve after that? Uh, I got my first apartment because I was living in someone's basement at the time, but the ceiling wasn't finished. So every time they would walk upstairs, like sheetrock would fall into my Holy face. Shit. Yeah, like it was like, it was bad. The, the walls were just like still cement and there was this pipe um like for shit like it was attached to the toilet upstairs so every time they flush the toilet you like the shit would like leak out of it a little bit so huh like actually like poop i I have pictures of it oh my god yeah and there was no window Uh so my dream at the time was like i want a window and a real ceiling and And like not to smell shit yeah Yeah. (laughs) so like i was up webcamming like more than 12 hours a day like the second like i was looking forward to the guy who wanted me to be dead because i was like boom power nap and then the guy who was into peeing i was like boom pee break like i never have to get off here <laughs> like it was i felt like i had it like so like perfectly worked out like uh-huh. it was just did it was anyone great. have an eating kink like watching you eat um i didn't come across that but i think it was because i was thin uh-huh. So like I know that fetish it's called like a feeder fetish and they mm. usually like more full figured women for that. Oh, so okay. or else they're like imposter, you don't eat. <laughs> it or was, it's like she can't eat enough. That like, yeah. 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 I mean. that well, would have been lit though because then someone would be paying for my meals yeah. too. Are you kidding me? Like that would have been oh Wait, so good. So, so I feel like you would be like a great streamer. Gamers grind this hard for their early audiences. Like, have well, I don't, yeah, think, I don't I mean, think you would need to stream anymore, but I was Twitch streaming for a while. Really? Yeah, and I liked it, but everyone had already known me as a porn star, and so you can only answer the same five questions over and over again. But even that, I could hold up for like eight hours just talking. So talking to you, I've realized that you are very financially like smart like you're very financially intelligent so what thank you after you made the first 10 grand right like once you first started getting your bag like what were the investments you made like breast implants okay (laughs) well i put it back into my business Uh uh-huh you know so i was like the very first thing i bought was a vacuum cleaner because it was just filthy in there Uh and like i just was like i need to clean you know my my backdrop here so like i bought a vacuum cleaner i was so hyped and then i got a better webcam then a better computer then I saved enough money to take time off so I could get a boob job. And then the second the titties came in, whoo! The money? Oh, yeah. But this is, you're still webcamming. Mm-hmm. How old are you after boob job? Um, I got it when I was 19. So then, so I got it like pretty fast because I just what? knew that was going to like pop off. Because that's when fake boobs were in style. 
They're not in style anymore. You look thirsty. But don't punish yourself with that big brand hard seltzer garbage. Bless your taste buds with Nectar Hard Seltzer, featuring superior Asian fruit flavors like lychee, yuzu, mandarin, and Asian pear. It only has 90 calories, 1 gram of carbs, and zero sugar. Wow, no weird aftertaste. Find Nectar in-store or online at NectarHardSeltzer.com. Now back to whatever the hell they're talking about. Was it a, was it a good doctor? Like, how'd you know who to go to? It was, it was a very bad doctor. I almost died on the operating room table. Like, when I woke up from the surgery, there was, like, nurses over me, and they all looked at me, and they are like, oh, thank God. And I was like, what's up? And they're like, you, we gave you too much anesthesia. And I was like, I, and I was... Yeah, I didn't even know I could sue for that at the time. I actually had a catheter in me for weeks because I guess if you have too much anesthesia, you can't pee. So I had to go to, um, what is, it's a it's a doctor just for men. I forget what it is. It's like a- Urologist? No. A penis always? No, <laughs> yes, it's, that's it's like, the one. it's something to do with like urethra myself. things. And okay. they like, were like, this is a specialist you need to go to because you have a catheter. And I'm like, yo, this is bullshit. Like this is putting me behind on my schedule. Like, hey, hey, Pete, the webcam guy, she just has a tube. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if someone wanted it, I would have done it. Oh, but, that was a whole new kink unlock. <laughs> Pete threw the yeah. tube for me, please. Medical core. <laughs> Yeah. Medical core, I love that. Yeah, so I was like literally pissed. Like <laughs> I was so mad. Like, yeah, so that that sucked. That set me back a little bit. But I had enough money saved for some unforeseen circumstances, so we were good. Um. Okay. So ninth. Okay. So then, what are like other large investments you made? More like you said you had houses that you sold, right, for your boyfriend. So like when? Yeah. Like when would you buy that? No. Or when did you go from webcamming to real hoeing? And After. Yeah. Porn. When did the money really start to flood? Porn. Where you were buying houses. Mm -hmm, porn. Porn, and, and then you bought houses. Yeah. Well, it wasn't even from porn. Porn is shit money. A girl makes like a thousand dollars a scene, and then you have to pay your agency twenty percent. And then you have to pay costs like for your STD test. Like I knew it was trash, but my brain was like, yo, this is a paid ad for escorting. So no matter what, I don't have to put out escorting ads and pay for ads like the rest of the escorts. I've got companies paying me and they're pushing this ad like way harder than any Millions escort. Of people. Yeah, I'm on all the sites. I'm like, this is this is a great deal. Like, are you reading like business books? Like this, this seems to just come naturally. Like it the just idea. comes natural. Yeah. It's like just... I got to take a nap, pretend to be dead. I got to pee with this client. <laughs> yeah, no, like, I'm you're you're, paid you're, to you're very pee. entrepreneur minded. Like, yeah, that, that was just like, just natural. But then when I started learning about business, like, oh my God, like that's when it was just popping. Cause then I actually was able to like apply practical things outside of sex work. Cause that's just like, that's just like finesse or shit. Like hoes just, we just have like that extra instinct that's just like boom, 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 boom. So then through your experiences as a sex worker, like would you recommend anyone to become a sex worker? It depends who you are, what your goals are, and if you have a realistic expectation of what sex work is going to do for you. I feel like a lot of people see it as like this glamorous thing and that they're going to be treated like a princess from billionaires. And it's like, no, the richest client I ever had treated me the worst. He was an extremely high profile world leader and he mm. loved me being his escort because he would degrade me. And he would be like, you're a piece of white trash. You're going to die from drug overdose. You disgusting piece of shit. And would literally like spit on me. And I'm like, 
that's not the luxury that I think a lot of people are like promoting on the internet. So mm-hmm. I, I get scared, especially because when you're young, you're a teenager, this is your aspiration. I know for sure there's something already wrong with you, yeah. <laughs> which is not, you know, which is not your yeah, fault. Yeah. Like that's, you know, nature versus nurture. Like my, my living conditions as a kid were bad enough where I thought sex work was the best move for me. So it's like, when I see these young girls being like, Oh, it's going to be this, it's going to be that. And I'm like, there's only one way you're going to find out what it's going to be is, you know, is having that experience, but like, make sure you have some money saved up for when you need days off. Cause you're going to burn out. And you're going to need money to prioritize your mental health. So it's like you might need therapy. So like if you go into it knowing this is extreme manual labor that holds a massive, uh, you know, health and legal risk. Like if you don't have a criminal defense uh, attorney on retainer, I, I would, you know, move as carefully as possible. I hear about girls getting caught up in stings all the time. And I'm like, you didn't have a lawyer to call? And I'm like, no. Why? Like, I don't think I was gonna get caught. Well, so so on these te- like, let's talk about the whole mentorship. When mm-hmm. did you decide to start that? And what was your first step <clears throat> into like helping these women? It was an accident. So it was actually pretty bad. So um, my house got robbed and vandalized. I'm pretty sure it was from the contractors who I fired. Um, we just didn't get on very well. They uh, were how shit. How old are you this time? Uh, I think I was like 24. So it's like, you know, I had these like 40 year old contractors in my house and they were like, I caught them like sleeping on the job, leaving tools in the walls. Like I was just not fucking around. And so I was like, I got to a point. Leaving tools in the walls? Yeah, because sometimes they were drinking on the job. Oh my. So they're on their lunch break and I see like, you know, beer cans scattered. And I feel like they think, cause I'm like this 24 year old bimbo that I'm just gonna let it slide. So I would just come down on them. And don't forget I had a pimp at the time. So I was used to that like narrative, like get the fuck up. Like, so I'm being like an asshole. <laughs> and they just, we were just clashing every day. So it just got to a point where I was like, and your craftsmanship is also shit. Like, fuck you guys, get off. Like get off this job. So shortly after my house was robbed and vandalized, and I'm like, who, who knows my house better than the people that have been working here for months? I couldn't prove it, but they knew where all of the security cameras were. Because they came in and just started, they took ketchup. They took my own ketchup from my refrigerator. They didn't even bring their own. I just felt like extra disrespect. <laughs> like, extra. I was like, nah, I got to replace they, the ketchup. They knew you had ketchup yeah, in the yeah, fridge. They were like, yeah, she got ketchup, we'll cover the cameras with it. That's how I knew it was personal. Um, but yeah, they went in there and the first thing they did was like main camera ketchup. So I was like, these motherfuckers know me. And the fact that they vandalized it too, like you didn't have to do all that. Like what, one, how did they vandalize? Uh, they like water pipes shit? burst and stuff. Oh, yeah. wow. like they really know how to damage. Fuck you. Yeah. 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 So I was like, these are people who know how to cause damage. Have, have you heard that whole thing where it's like a lot, sometimes next to construction sites, the houses get robbed because they're just working on the houses, watching the neighbors, they know when you leave for work, things mm-hmm. like that. So that's happened yeah. a couple times uh, to one of my friends. It happened to him. So. Oh, fuck. Yeah. That sucks. And the way he got robbed, the, the robber went straight to the fridge, knew he had a dog, knew it was a friendly dog, took everything out of the fridge and threw it on the floor. And the dog like was eating it while he just robbed the house. Wow, that's manipulative as fuck. Yeah. That poor dog probably feels so guilty. He's like, you got to understand. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but the, nah, that dog was having the time of his life while this guy yeah. was robbing the crib. But he was the, like, this is my new best friend. Yeah, hey, but the, but the, con- but, the the construction house whatever it wasn't them they probably told friends like there was no way to connect. Uh, yep, yeah yep, yep, they'll yep, have people yeah. track you and that way their hands are clean yeah because i had them the the cops came and they were dusting for fingerprints and they're like there's 
Wait, hold, we got yeah. we got sidetracked. I realized. Dude, no, no, this no, is how this is how it led to. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so well, I meant the, the construction thing we got. Oh, yeah. So so my house. So they took everything. Like mm-hmm. I had like hundreds of thousands of dollars in designer bags, diamonds. Ooh. Like these are like my trophies that I've accumulated from escorting clients over the years. Like just like these were my assets. Like in in addition to real estate. And so I was just, everything was gone. I moved into a hotel because that just the house was traumatizing. And I was like, so fixated on the loss. I was like, I gotta have something left from everything I've worked for. And I was like, wait, I have my experience. So I just like started writing a manual on like how to do sex work. And I was like, this is literally all I have left. Like, let me just like write down like everything that I've done, everything that's happened to me. And I was like, fuck it. Like, I've always wanted to write a book. Like, who doesn't have like some like microscopic ambition to publish a book one day? So I self-published it before. I didn't even know grammar. I didn't, I never learned proper grammar. I have like a 10th grade education. So I self-published it. Um, Probably should have had an editor, but it was my first round. And I just like got an Instagram account and just started like posting like excerpts from the book with like cute little background. I made a very Instagrammable hashtag sex worker, hashtag escort, hashtag sugar baby. And then before I knew it, they started liking my posts. And then people started asking me like, hey, like I read your book. That's cool. But like, could I pay you to work with me one on one? And it got to a point where people were getting mad that I was saying no. So I just started doing it. And then, Why'd you say no in the beginning? Um, I wasn't sure if it was illegal or not. So I was like... Oh, to like actually accept that money. Yeah, right? so okay. I was like, I don't know where this money's coming from. And I probably do. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> You definitely so they, know where it's coming yeah, from. Yeah, so I'm like, there's that. Because like pimping laws in LA are like crazy. And it's like, if you're profiting from uh, prostitution, that can be legally pimping. So that's was, seven years per offense was what you were doing. Was it illegal or like, obviously no, she's not. trying no. to figure it out. Yeah. So I called my lawyer because uh-huh. I had that full on retainer from when I was hoeing and I was like, bro, I'm trying to do this right now. And he was like, I want to say it's illegal, but it's not. And he's like, it's hard because no one's ever done this before. Yeah, so I was like, oh, this is like a hell of a loophole right now. Yeah. Yeah, so I found a way, and I was like, as long as I'm giving, like, general advice and I'm not giving specific instructions, <laughs> I, I can get around this. So I turned it into, like, branding. So, like, a girl would bring me her website, and she would want to be like, hey, I'm making $300 an hour. I want to make five. So she'd fill like a questionnaire about her brand and I'd like look at her like whole aesthetics. I would redo the website and just like a number of things like image consulting. Like we even were so deep into it at one point we had to like we were referring them to like um, language coaches. So if like a girl if I was like, hey, you'd be so much hotter if you had a French accent. I want you to learn how to do this. And if they were willing, be like, OK, you go to this person and now you're French. Wow. And, and yeah. Have you seen an up? And I'm sure you had a high success rate of like escort who obviously oh, turned over massive, yeah. like crazy. What is the average jump in revenue for an escort? It depends what their goals were, but uh-huh. I could get a girl from making zero dollars, like who is not even an escort yet, to making fifteen hundred dollars an hour. Holy like shit! In months, an escort charge by hour. Mm-hmm. Okay, dude. So that is a very expensive hour. Jesus. Yeah, wait, so what were you charging or the first client and then what are you what were you charging at the peak? 
for as for a home mentor, work, yeah, as, for someone to work with you. Oh, um, so I don't remember what I started as, but like at the peak of the brand, I was charging five hundred dollars an hour for a, like a consultation. So I'm, I'm yeah. like, but hey, if I can make you $1,500 an hour, I'm paying for myself. So the fuck does it matter? Exactly. Yeah, that's crazy too. But the other question that I had was uh, when you said you have to be vague about things, what? <clears throat> it's like, where you get like, if there's a stick presented in front of you, put your mouth on. Like, what is the oh, vagueness? Oh, yeah. Are you working like, how are you? that? So one time I got set up by the cops. I was actually investigated by the feds for two years. And they were doing, like, they think they're slick. They're not. Like, <laughs> so they were booking mentoring sessions with me. And it was, like, so fucking obvious because they're like, hello, I am a provider. And I'm currently charging $40 for a blowjob. If you're telling me that I can up my rate to $50 an hour, would you recommend that? And I'm like, no, because you're implying that you're using my information to commit a crime. So if you're telling me that you're using this information to do illegal activity, I can't take money from you and I won't advise you. So I would just immediately end the session. Like one time this cop was like, she started emailing me and she's like, you're hurting my feelings. I just want to be the best provider. But I'm like, no host as provider. What the <laughs> fuck? Like, I'm like, y'all are using terms that like you just Googled, like the most surfacey shit. Yeah. Like you're embarrassing yourselves. How do, uh, how do escorts refer to themselves as escorts? Or uh, yeah. Escorts, yeah. um, like internally, ho, mm. it just, uh, then there's like, some girls will call themselves a muse. Like it get, it gets super creative. It just depends on their personal what branding. Is the, what is the most creative way to say escort? Um, one of the cutest ones I've ever heard was concubine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, that's okay. That's creative. That's on brand for us Asians. There you go. Yeah. Professional Wait. girlfriend was also super common. I like that. Mm -hmm. This is fascinating to me. This is fascinating to me of the idea of of uh ways that you improve attraction. Uh -huh. The French accent. Yes. What are what were other techniques? Or like yeah, like how Wait. would you looking at this man? And you wanted to, he wanted to increase his providership. Uh -huh. What would you, what would you tell him? What's Wait, the, what's real the quick as a uh, prerequisite to that. Have you ever uh, consulted men, male escorts? No. No? I okay. tried like twice. Okay. And each time they were like, I'm just trying to fuck. And I'm like, no, bro, like, this is not, this is not what that is. So uh -huh. like they, they just, they weren't serious about it. Like I've never come across a male escort who actually was serious about it. No, okay. they just, what, they just want to fuck MILFs. That's it. Like, and then, okay. So now to his question, how would you image consult me if I wanted to be a, uh, slang more dick to put it fairly? Um, I mean, I'd have to get into the mind of a female client and I really don't feel qualified to build a brand for you based off of my lack of experience. I think it would be irresponsible of me to take Ooh. money from you. That, that was the most professional no I've ever heard. <laughs> she thinks you're the feds. <laughs> she basically said you're unhelpable. Yeah. We've got help somewhere else. Well, I was thinking he could be like, you know, nerdy programmer. comes in the house to like fix the light. There's a virus on your computer. That oh, it, sounds like a yeah, porn you're, you're plot. You're coming up with porn series. Not like, something oh. a woman would pay for companionship. Yeah. Okay, okay, the companionship. Yeah. So, okay, so, But even as a woman, you don't mm -hmm. think that you could construct that? Okay, so maybe not. Let's not do escort servicing, right? In your experience with image consulting, how, like, uh, make, just making someone more desirable in a, in a consultation, how would like, you do that? Okay, I can give you an example as a woman. Okay. Like, if a girl is busted, the first thing I'm like, Go blonde and blur your face. 
And blur your face. Yeah, that was super common is blurring your face. And then if clients ask, why are you blurring your face? Say it's for a really good reason. Like I'm a law student and I'm escorting to pay for my law school. And then when dude shows up and realizes she's not like a 10 or even a seven, it's like, well, yeah, that's like what a lawyer would look like. (laughs) So so it's, it's about adjusting the expectation for the potential of the girl. All the lawyers out there are fucking tight right now. Wow. That's (laughs) you know, a lawyer is going to, they're just not going to care as much about their appearance. Like anyone can, can become a 10. Like it's just called like nose job, titties, whatever the fuck the, (laughs) whatever country you're in, there's a beauty standard. So it's like, if you just want to assimilate to, you know, the most popular thing, like, it's not hard. What if, okay, so it's just what expensive. if, outside of trying to help a girl make more money, what if she's trying to target a certain demographic of client? That's We start with that. Got it. So Because I'm so. immediately like, do you realize that you are the one dictating your audience? Yeah, but and do you look like, at them and you're like, you're not going to get that audience. You should, you're probably yeah. better off going that way. Yeah, and I'm like, how much do you want to make an hour? And what is your ideal date look like where do you want to be how long do you want the date to be there's girls who are like i only have time for a half hour i'm a mom so i'm like okay let's build your brand to to cater to that so like i would put like i would tell a girl to work closer to airports because those are traveling businessmen they're only going to have time for 30 minutes wow yeah and then it's like if you want a guy who's who's going to spend more money that's like that's like a country club thing that guy's looking for something long term something discreet girl he can bring to dinner with his colleagues so it's going to be more subtle and uh, designed for longevity so outside of building a website and posting on like certain websites Mm -hmm. are you telling them to go hang out at these places or like what are the other ways to market yourself if they're capable of that not everyone is capable of like charismatic basically yeah it's like is everyone equipped to be like a door-to-door salesman no but they might be really good at at marketing and sales behind the scenes so it's just like I would look at her personality type and be like, okay, she's kind of introverted, so let's just keep her behind the scenes. Or like, hey, she doesn't have a lot of street smarts. It would not be a good thing to just like put her out there. Like that's so dangerous. So it's like a very special type of girl or just experienced. Because I feel like almost anyone can get to that point where you're just like picking them up in person. Like girls in Vegas, it's just second nature. You know, casinos and stuff. But like I had this one girl... I met her when she was a vet tech, like working the front desk. She wasn't even working on the animals. It was just like data entry. She came to me on Instagram. She's like, I want to be a high class escort. And we got her to make a million dollars in her first year. Was she a baddie? Like she was sad. Sad story. She was cute. Um, she just needed some polishing. So she had everything. She was like 85 pounds. So we branded her as a model, like a real fashion model. And um, she had to wear her face, you know, in the beginning. And so we said that she was uh, an Italian Vogue model. And that's why she's blurring her face. And she's, she's not like her ethnicity is not Italian or like it could be, but in Italy. So it's like she's she's traveling to the states for a short amount of time, even though she wow. like fully lived in Connecticut. <laughs> we just said that she, you know, hey, I'm only in town for two weeks at a time. So we'd create this hype around her, like, oh, she came in from Italy. Oh my god! Like, yeah, like and I gotta she, book a slot now. Yeah, it, yeah, really build the hype. Mm-hmm. Is but does she fun? have to learn Italian for that? No, no, she what she if, didn't. What if a client like, happened to be Italian and he starts spitting game? Then I hope she texts me fast <laughs> and I'll just. She's on like, Google Translate. Oh, talk about that part. Um, you offered like a live chat support, right? I did. Yeah, so you could pay me to 
actually like virtually accompany you on a date. So like if a girl was like trying to land like a big sugar daddy or something and she just like was just thrown off because there's like very wealthy people, they just operate in a different mental space. So I was around that enough to know like how to talk to them. So if you happen to land a huge client before you had any experience, like you could fuck that up. So it would just be like, girl, go to the bathroom like every two hours. Tell me what's going on. And I'm going to tell you exactly how to pivot, what to say. Um, you know, if you want to leave, I will help you get an excuse to leave. If you want them to get it to extend it, let's work something out to do that. I got a million questions now. <laughs> oh my God. Girl game. You clearly got it. So, yeah. so outside of hoeing though, for girls, right. To attract, you know, like what are, what are, what's the, like, what are some tips? Are you allowed to use that word as a non-sex worker? Girl game? Hoeing. Hoeing? Yeah. My, You're in okay. my presence. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> she gave you the, the H-pad. Yeah, 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 the H-pad. Yeah. I see the giant ring <laughs> on her hand. It just, it depends. It's like, it's all about context. Wait, wait, wait but real quick. Is there a, a title that you go by? Are you like a madame? No, like like no, that's pimp. That's pimp. Okay, okay. Madam, yeah, that's a pimp. Yeah, but no. you went by the whole mentor, right? Mm -hmm. Whole yeah. mentor, okay. Just straight consulting. You pay a lawyer. Oprah. She's like Oprah. I up have here. been called Oprah. I yeah. love Oprah. <laughs> you Oprah. Yeah. Those are fucking cool, like, words can we come Honestly, up with? Honestly, the entire time she's been talking, every time I hear, like, a pun for a hoe, like, I like just, what? I forgot the other one. It was like, she was talking about, like, construction or something, or maybe it was, like, the... Hospital or something else. Hospital? No, that that there was another fired. one. I'll, I'll start interrupting when I think of them. But no, so girl game. Like, what is yes. like, what are like three things that all women should, like, that's, I don't know. Like, I don't even know where to start. Okay, yeah. So let's make it simple then. I got one. Your three best tips for girl game. That's I just one. One. Make him feel like a man and a boy in the same stroke. That shit hit crazy. What that, what does that mean though? Give me an example of that. I mean, I'm not gonna like give you a sex fantasy that would cost money oh, oh man. no, no i mean say like in a conversation how do you make a myth i mean it's, it would be like a combination of like validating the ego while still nurturing him like a child because like all men want Yo, essentially to be cared mind. for but you guys need constant like ego validation which is fine like that's just how society conditioned you so it's like you can do both so, like, basically, don't emasculate him while you're nurturing him. And if you can balance both, he's just going to be, oh, like, man, just so wrapped wild. up in you. Oh, that's so wild. That sounds good, so right? fucking <laughs> true. It's mental warfare. Yo, now. Yeah. Anything you say from now, I don't, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. You just can't talk to her anymore. Yeah. Well, well, so, I mean, do you, do you find that, um, I mean, I, now in... Obviously, are you looking for relationships or do you have relationships outside of your work? Um, like romantically? Yeah. I, I'm fully retired as a sex worker. Yeah. No, I'm um, saying, yeah, for yourself. I mean, I've been single for a year. It's just like, honestly, the more money I make and the more successful I become, it's harder and harder for me to find a partner. Like the last guy, we were literally engaged and trying to have a child. And it was like very early on. And he like slowly started realizing like, how much money was there and in the beginning it was cool and then he was like i can't provide for you like i'm not shit and i'm like i don't care like i have enough money for both of us like it's just, it's just like you reach a certain point of like financial security where it's no longer a priority to you so i was like look at all of your other like amazing qualities like i need my emotional needs met and he just felt just by default emasculated by me yeah he felt and, damn, yeah inferior. and it was like he started feeling resentful because i'm like you know like 
why don't we just spend the night at the Ritz Carlton? He's like, I can't afford that. I'm like, yeah, I know. Like, I don't wow. care. Like, she's I don't like, care. Bobby's got it. Yeah, like, I'm like, I don't care, you know? And then I'm like, let's go on vacation. He's like, I can't afford that. And I'm like, he's like, I don't want to do anything if I can't afford it. I'm like, okay, you're like ruining everything I worked hard for. So like, there's conflict there, you know? And then like, it's been like a year since we split and he finally started dating and he picked like the most comfortable, basic girl possible. And I'm like, that's easier for you. That makes you feel better as a man. Like go off. People like that need somebody like that. Yeah. So like, fair enough. But like, there's not many men who are like actually attracted to a woman who's like making more money. And it's like, not only am I making more money, it's not from like, modeling because that still would make me some sort of like a trophy i'm a fucking ceo like i'm running a multi-million dollar Very company. successful ceo that's yeah. a masculine led field i feel like if it was like oh yeah i'm like a runway model and i'm rich he's like oh you know like my like know? an actress yeah, yeah yeah like something that like a man would never be able to compete but like every man could see themselves in a leader leadership position time out you're telling me that you can't find a a guy that wants to be a stay-at-home dad not that she's attracted to probably um i mean i so i had a sugar baby for a while and that was super (laughs) 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 we're just very lucky for like a year i was my throat hurts i was about to choke for like a year we're listening now. Yeah, we're very- <laughs> he was a gorgeous model, gorgeous runway model. It was like to this day, the most handsome man I've ever seen. And in the beginning he was like, fuck yeah. Like put me on. I met him when he was homeless, still a runway model, but homeless. Like that's how crazy. How home? How was he homeless? Couch surfing. Ah, mm-hmm. and he's, you know, he's traveling, he's working in different countries. He's working in different cities. Agencies keep them in debt. So even though he's making money, He's not getting paid for weeks, even months at a time. His check comes and his agency is like, oh yeah, you owed us money for all those flights. He's like, the fuck? You know, and then they're taking their fee on top. So like, I really felt bad because the kid wanted to work. So in the beginning, he was like, oh my God, like mentor me, like help me build a business. So like I did, I helped him build a business, put him on in every way. And then a year into it, he started dating someone else who was very much on his level. And like a baddie, pretty much. No, no. Uh, like success wise. Uh. She, you know, she had a studio apartment and that felt super comfortable for him. And like, she was cute. Don't get me wrong. But like, she had no ambitions outside of being an Instagram model. Mm. So there was no threat. And it was just like, he started resenting me after I, I gave him a company. I gave him a business, put him on. And then I started holding him accountable because, you know, he's like, a, he was like a 21 year old. And we put him on, like, my teammates invested time and resources into making sure he was set up for success. But, like, how much can you trust a 21-year-old when they're still partying and stuff? So I'd bring him into the boardroom and be like, fucking up. I'm not talking to you as your chick right now. I'm your Mm. peer. And don't make me look stupid by wasting all this time and my company resources. So I think that's when shit got real for him. Where he was like, oh, shit, this, if I stay with this woman, she's going to force me to grow up. She's, yeah, she's going yeah. <laughs> to, yeah. yeah. she's going to better my life. I don't he, want that. He wasn't ready. He just wasn't ready. And the girl he was with, it was actually, she was, she's actually older than me. So it wasn't like, oh, he just wanted like a, he was like exclusively attracted to older women. She just was. How old were you at the time? Uh, I think it was 30. Okay. So she, I think she was 31. So and it wasn't even like. she only had IG model aspirations? That's some 17 year old yeah, shit. Yeah. You know, every other day she's, she's posting, you know, 
tummy tee or you know like the waist the waistband thing so he was like oh uh-huh, you know i'm a real model so like that felt good for him and she didn't have a nicer place than him and she didn't have her own company so for him she made him feel like a man There's, and i made him feel like there, a little boy there is this statistic uh that the higher a woman's iq goes the less likely she is to be married do you do you, do you know, know that study yeah okay so I, i'm getting those vibes from you yeah because you're, you're very intelligent i'm fucked uh, uh, yeah, through these experiences, do you feel jaded? No, um, I think I just have to manage my expectations of what's possible for me at this time in my life. I don't think I've broken the baller barrier. Like, there's got to be some, you know, baller guy out there who's like, hell yeah, like, you know, like, who's like into it. What? Time out, time out, time out. So you were able to get world leaders when you were hoeing. But you can't get a uh, man's. They're, uh, they're paying. That's not the same no, no, thing. But I, yeah, yeah but totally I mean, different. I mean, like you, you can still figure out a wouldn't like you're in those circles, right? You got a girl game. You're now, you know, able to. You're an entrepreneur. You know, yeah, but where to like, you know, hang out and meet certain types of people. Finessing a man is not the same as keeping a man yeah, long term. Yeah, in love with a man. Like if I really respect you, I'm not gonna run game on you. I'm gonna be vulnerable and be myself. And like when I'm actively playing chess with you mentally that's a different person so it's like if i really respect you and want to be with you i'm gonna be vulnerable you're gonna see my weaknesses you're gonna see when i'm upset i'm not gonna constantly appease you and prioritize your ego over my emotional needs so it's like well any point a relationship gets real and that like initial like whoa like wears off it's just like all you're left is with a pissed off woman who's forcing you to be accountable for your actions and like what guy wants that what a, <laughs> I think some guys want that. Maybe. But they're so rare. They say, it, is, it is not the standard, I will say. Yeah, so they yeah. say. What are what would you say are some non-negotiables for you in relationships now? Um, if you refuse growth. I am constantly evolving. Like every um I want to be a better person like in all aspects like every day every year like if i am the same as i was last year that's that's a failure exactly and what i realized in my long-term relationships is men get more and more upset as i evolve because we're not growing at the same them yeah, yeah we're not growing at the same rate so it's like you know me being like i got engaged when i was 18 and like immediately proposed on the first date like that was crazy and you said yes yeah. On I, the first date? I needed somewhere to stay. Oh, that's <laughs> that girl game right there. Um, but we were together for three years. Like, he definitely got his money's worth. Um, okay, wait. Money's worth? <laughs> he wasn't rich or anything. He worked in the shipping department at FedEx. Like, he was broke, but he, he really loved me at the time. Or as much as he was capable of. Wait, so how does this fit into the webcam stuff? Uh, this is after webcam stuff? No, it this... was during. Okay. It was the beginning of the end. Oh, man. Because then I had a job. I was making money. And he felt threatened by me getting male attention. I'm like, bro, this is text on a screen. Like, you don't want to see what I actually can do. Like, And then so I started getting resentful. And that pushed me even further into escorting. Mm. I was like, fuck you, bro. Like, you don't like. Because he didn't want my money either. Were you in love with him? Yeah. Well, as much as like an 18-year-old you know with mommy and daddy issues could possibly be so it's like we only love someone as much as we love ourselves so for as much as i was capable of loving myself at that time is exactly how much i loved him bangers after bangers <laughs> we can quote all this um how many times have you been in love um 
Honestly, for real, just once. Really? Mm-hmm. And it was so you super don't count, recent. You don't count the eighteen-year-old time. I don't. I don't think I was capable of, of really loving someone after I've, I've experienced it. Like as a, I'm not gonna say healed. As a healing woman, mm-hmm. I've experienced true love. Like being able to fully be vulnerable, ask for to have my needs met. Like there, at no point was I ever appeasing him, playing a character reacting out of fear like holding my tongue like it was just it was fully me and that's what he loved about me can you give an example of yeah like f- a, a need being met or being fully vulnerable just asking for what you want i've never asked for what i wanted in a relationship because i was so afraid of being abandoned so i'm like if i'm just complacent compliant like and it's just like you're running the show it's like how could you ever leave me if i'm doing everything that i'm supposed to do like i'm not giving you a reason so i would prioritize you know my trauma of being left rather than like taking care of me in the you know in the immediate phase or whatever so yeah that was fucked. so this was the first guy that like ever made me feel comfortable enough to be like hey boundary I'm not cool with that. This is what I want to do. And I was just like, whoa, is this what like real love feels like? It's communication. Yeah, yeah. It was, is this healthiness? It was surreal. Like, and I was like, I think this is the first time I've ever actually been in love. So it was like, it was shitty. Like I'm still, I'm still struggling with the split, but we've been no contact now for a month, which is the longest we've ever gone without talking. So... But my friend told me the other day, he was like, bro, your ex was watching my stories on my Insta creep account. I don't know how the fuck he found my creep account. What's a creep account? It's it's like a fake Instagram, like one that you wouldn't publicly attach your name to. So I'm like, he's still deep diving. He still misses me. But I feel like (laughs) he for us to reconcile, he would have to have a ring in one hand and therapy receipts in the other. Damn. (laughs) How so, many, how much therapy? I don't know. Like months, years? I mean, until progress is made. You know, like the only, to me, like the only apology that I accept is change behavior. Mm. So it's not like, a, oh, you know, this won't happen again. Or like, we're going to do better. It's like, prove it. Gotcha. Action over intention. Yep. I don't think it's so black and white, but to me, like action is, to me personally, action is worth 10 times more than intention. A thousand percent. Cause it, it means that you mean it. Like anyone can just talk like, exactly. I used to be a hell, I'll tell you anything, first. you know, to get what I want. So it's just like, just words mean absolutely nothing to me. Let's circle back to a specific topic. Why does your company need an HR department specifically because of you? I mean, I'd say a primary reason is to avoid, um, me like being attracted to an employee because we deal, we deal with pheromones. It's love potions. It makes people horny. So it's like already, you know, like I'm a sexual person. So it's like, and like, I know how to finesse. So like if I want to fuck, like we're fucking, like that's it. It's, you're done for. So it's like, <laughs> you know, and this is be- then you're standing no chance. <laughs> no Nobody chance. will defeat my chastity belt. No Nobody. And then it's like, you also have to remember I was a sex worker. So like my concept and boundaries around sex are not normal. And then it's like, I'm a CEO as my first real job. Like, of course, that power trip is going to go on. Like, it's just, it's the perfect 
like set up for disaster. So yeah. <laughs> You're very like, self-aware. I love that. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not like, this is my legacy. I'm not trying to fuck it up. Like don't hire anyone I'm attracted to. But I was out for a few weeks. Oh, I think, I think we hired him when I had COVID. Yes. I had COVID and this guy got hired because we were so short with help. It was holiday season or just like coming out of it. And we had like an employee who was like, Oh, I have a friend who needs a job. And I was like, okay, if it's a temp, you know him, you trust him. Just, you know, interview him, let him in. Uh, so then I come back from leave and I see the guy and I was immediately like, who the fuck hired this guy? So I looked at him and I just gave him like, I was just so mad, like looking at this guy and he's like, what did I do? And cause I was just pissed off. Cause I was like, this is, She's not going to end well. I got to eat him. <laughs> I got to eat this snack. You know, right away, yeah. she's like, that's mine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, was, it was a wrap. Like, right down to his outfit. Like, he only wears all black. And, like, I only wear all black or just, like, red. So I was like, we fucking match. Like, ugh. Hey, you know what? Like, yeah, like, You're like a black widow. <laughs> yeah, I can hear, like, the demon voice come out, like, the voice filter. Like, I just, yeah, I just get, like, so, like, I just get, like, enamored by, like, you know, a very specific type of person. So I was just, like, I was done. And then one day we were testing a new pheromone product, and I just, like, walked into the shipping department, which was all men, and I was like, hello, like, I'm testing new pheromone for formula um, in the most professional way possible. If anyone has any type of physical reaction in the room, you know, please let me know just privately at the end of the day. And <laughs> the woman was like, uh, madame, I was bricked all day. Uh, it was very difficult, very difficult to lift the boxes. Uh, listen, listen, imagine you are working at a shipping department, right? You have like five of your boys, your CEO comes in. And it's like, we're testing love potions. If you're horny, let me know privately at the end of this the day. Is this a simple yes or no? Yeah. Like, <laughs> don't, don't go into detail. Just be like, I was hard as fuck. She's like, like I'm <laughs> pumping it through the vents. <laughs> you're looking at your boy like, damn, you're lifting that box. Nice. <laughs> so he texted me at like 2 o'clock in the morning. And he was like, it worked. And I was like, oh, man. Like, fuck. Okay. And then like over like the next like a week or two. Um, we ended up working alone a couple days because we had like people traveling, more people had COVID, like we were fucked. It was literally just me and him packing orders because this is before we had like a full warehouse and stuff. And then like on the second day alone, he was literally like, I will sign any document saying that I won't sue you. I won't tell anyone NDA. Like, I just, I just need to fuck you. And I was like, done. Call my lawyer. But, <laughs> but, but not the legal defense attorney, okay? This is a, this is a different attorney. Uh -huh. Called them. They were like, this is unethical as fuck. There's no way we're going to draw a paper. So I just, I called three different attorneys and finally got the contract and um, took care of that. And then he came to my house later and we just... We moved in like three days later. Oh like God. it was just because this, this tension God. had been building for a while. So how like, how long was the tension building? I mean, only three months, but that's a long time for that's me. A that's a while. Hey, hey, this is gonna make you millions. Name the name of the spray for our audience out there. Yeah, what's the name of the spray? The specific one that you were oh, testing. Oh, so this was habitué provocateur. Habitué. Yeah, it, it means um. Wait, oh fuck. It means um. It's like a French phrase, but provocateur is to provoke, and habitué means habitual. So if you're constantly provoking someone, so like patron provoking for for the escorts, but like French, of course. We need to we need to play some factor cap here. How does pheromones actually work? Yeah, so I would not drive a Lamborghini and live in a penthouse and have a pet shark 
and like fly, you know. I've seen like, all these things. Yeah, you've been in my house how many times? I have a seventeen thousand dollar bonsai bro, tree, bro. Yeah. Oh, seventeen thousand dollars. Yeah, like it, it was seventeen racks. No, you were close. <laughs> we were trying to. We were. We, were uh, we played a little game before you came because I knew you had a, that giant bonsai tree, mm -hmm. and I didn't know like I don't know how much bonsai trees are. So he was Very like, expensive. he guessed like thirty. I guess fifty. He guessed a hundred thousand dollars. I'm so flattered. Now it was only seventeen racks, but hey, I finessed the guy. It wasn't even for you sale. Hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> Because I saw a purple bonsai tree that was this big on the internet for five grand. And so he, the way he was describing it, it was like, it's big. like you could, th four people no, no, could no, sit no, around no, it no. and sleep underneath I it. I did not. Yeah, you no, went like this. No, I did not. like that. And I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, tell that story of how you bagged this bonsai tree. Oh, yeah. So I woke up one morning with just like, I don't know, just like this compulsive urge to own a bonsai tree. Like, I don't know what came over me. Like there was no like previous interest in it. Like it just woke up intrusive thought. Rich people shit. Yeah, it's called having <laughs> yeah. money. <laughs> yeah, so I was just like looked up bonsai nurseries and just booked it down there. And I was like, yo, I came here with money. Like I wanna buy a bonsai tree. And they're like, all right, look around. Like it's one of the best bonsai nurseries in LA. Uh -huh. Super professional. They've been in business for like 50 years. And I looked around and I was just like not feeling it. And I was like, if y'all are trying to charge me like at least 10 racks for a tree, like I wanna love it. So I started walking away and I was like, I'm good. Like, you know, let me know if you guys get anything else. And they're like, wait, they're like, we have a back. And I was like, I fucking knew you had better trees back there. So they took me back there and I saw my bonsai, like just immediate, like, you could tell I just fall in love quick with like people, objects. Like I just, I know what I want all the time. So I fell in love with that tree. And it turns out that that tree was started by um, the, like a person before that bond, that nursery was even started. So they didn't want to sell it. And then I showed them a picture of where it was going. And they're like, your place is actually nicer than where we're keeping it now. Like I had better um, like sunlight conditions. And, and they're like, well, do you travel? I was like, no, I'm home every day. Like I can take care of this tree, like for real. So now the, the grandson of the guy who started the tree is the one that comes like every few months to take care of it. So yeah, so that I told them, I was like, I will keep this tree in your family. Like you guys come maintain it, like whatever you want, you can come visit, like whatever, you know, whatever it is. And they're like, all we ask is that you really take care of it. And so like I send them pictures and like, I still talk to their uh, grandson on the side cause he's pretty cute. So <laughs> back off. Um, but is he, he Japanese? Uh, I think so. Okay. He's Asian, I assume. Yeah. Okay. So send us a picture of this tree so we can include it in the episode. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but I won't fuck a picture him because of the, he, you know, he essentially consults for me, bonsai consultant. So it's, send, it's send us a picture of the, the man as well. No. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I want to get back to pheromones. Do they oh, really work? Yes. And I fucked my goddamn employee. He seduced me and I loved it. I thought you were wearing the pheromones. I was, but I think he was wearing them too. We have one that seduces women. What's that one and called? It's called Please Her. And one of his jobs was to bottle that shit. And I swear to God, I know when I'm under the influence of pheromones because here's how everyone can tell, especially for women, because for us, sex starts in the mind. But when you're exposed to pheromones, you literally start getting turned on down there, like female bricked up. So I was like, why am I having like a physical, physical reaction? Like this is not normal. Um, so I'm 90% I'm sure that he was wearing them. So I was wearing them. He was wearing them. Wait, is, are, these, is these, are these smells FDA approved? Is it like they are not consumed, so they don't need to be FDA FDA approved. Food and Drug Administration, are you, are, yeah. bro. Yeah, Come on. We, and are we make a, no medical claims. Where we dance, 
on that line. Though. Are you are you allowed to talk about what goes inside of a pheromone formulation broadly? Um, yeah, to a degree. So we have uh, ingredients that are listed on our site, which are like commercially available uh, pheromones and and hormones. We just can't talk about like you know the actual like bottling process, like you know any of our like trade, trade secrets. secrets. Yeah. What, what's a, what's a pheromone smell like? Um, so we actually just we've been reformulating for a year. So we just got the terrible odor out of it. So pheromones like tend to have like this really musty smell at first until it dries. But the it's like a wild card because it interacts with your body chemistry. So like on me, it smells like Red Bull. But like some customers are like, it smells like rotten feet. Oh, God. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like that is your body chemistry. But so that can, means that means the pheromone don't don't work for you because no it does no, it does so it, it does. Smell, would still turn me a, on it's not a specific no. smell that turns you no, on this, it's this, just a reaction to the scent fades after thirty minutes but and that, you can wear perfume with it that's also what attracts uh, women to men right the the musky smell of mm-hmm. like or, you know work animalistic yeah pleaser has pheromones from three parts of a man which is your saliva your sweat and Ball shit. Oh, she's shit. like scraping ball sweat into the into the vat. Like yeah. there's just guys like she, she's farming. Sweat. She has a farm where she farms ball sweat. Farm we away. have a literal sweatshop. And it's just attractive men I working still... out and scraping ball sweat into a vat. Ooh, that would be so interesting. <laughs> she's like, what a great I'm idea. Still, wait, I'm sorry. I got. Well, there's I gotta... gonna be a scandal one day. She's got to go all organic, and it's just like uh, it's like free range <laughs> ball sweat. <laughs> Free-range male models. Yeah. Wait, wait. So I'm sorry. I got a tiny brain here. So you take the spray. It smells bad. And then once it dries, the smell goes away. Or there's still a hint of rotten feet smell. It goes away. But we just completely. Yeah. We just reformulated though, so there's no initial bad odor. Uh, You you sprayed me with the with the oxytocin, right? Yes. That doesn't make people horny. It just makes them relaxed. Um, They'll feel like more trustworthy around you. It helps reduce your own anxiety. It, oxytocin is the chemical is a hormone that we produce after sex so it it like is what makes you feel close to someone after you have sex and like cr- increases that emotional intimacy even though like you could still be a stranger with that person why isn't nobody like using why isn't this more common if it's like a thing like why wouldn't you wear this on a date why wouldn't you you know what i'm Should saying wear this on a date. i mean people are doing it now yeah that's why we keep tripling our revenue why, yeah why do you <laughs> think that they blew up so crazy no you one got is doing the pheromone sprays on you um, I do. Can so, I smell the? I want to see the one wait, that makes oh, me horny and curious, see if it makes me if, horny. If, I, can we do it after I leave? Like, can yeah, I just yeah, like yeah, yeah. can we'll I put like it a, on you and dip? Yeah, like, yeah, a bunch of pack I, animals. I just, like, yeah, I just yeah, I just it works honest, that well. I just don't like being around it. Okay. Wow, uh, that important potent. question. Mm-hmm. So it's for, it's for me, yeah. It sounds very like gender based, right? So what if a man wants to attract a man? Is he wearing the the habitually provocative? Okay, so mm-hmm. it's purely it will attract male. Do you have the products on you we might as well have them on the table okay okay don't i've been fooled before so don't just like don't crack it open oh no 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 yeah yeah i'm 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 this makes no sense she to also me. she, she oh, wait, when she oh sorry when she comes back um, we'll we'll have her explain what happens when you take too much yeah but also oh, oh yes but, yeah but let's not talk no, no, too no, much no, stop it stop okay. talking man the I, fuck are you doing okay even though you wear a satin you turn somebody on 
can your trash personality just still ruin the situation? A, a thousand percent. Like pheromones don't. <laughs> this is not a yeah. Oh my bad. I was just going. I didn't mean to point at you. I was just going <laughs> like this. I was emphasizing a point. So what you know makes us not a company that produces date rape drugs is pheromones. Like, we get accused of this all the time. That's rape, and I'm like, no, it doesn't. It doesn't uh, affect a person's ability to consent. Uh-huh. So it's like <laughs> a really good example is I know this guy. And he told me that his wife, like, the intimacy stopped. So I was like, bro, please her. Like, you're good to go. Put that shit on. Which one is please her? That one. And this one is habitué provocateur? Uh, no, that's that's liquid finesse. I didn't okay. bring habitué because I was like, how many dudes are going to be there? So I just, like, still didn't want Like, I really, like, I just, I just, I've learned my lesson too many times. With this. <laughs> what is each one? Which one's for what? That's for girls? That's for guys? No, 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 no. This is liquid finesse. This is the dude. Uh, this it. is the one for, for guys. Mm-hmm. This is unisex. You can even it. use it on your kids to chill them the fuck out. That's the oxycotton. Oxytocin. Or sorry, oxytocin. <laughs> oxytocin. Oxytocin. You know where his mind's I at. Need no, it's more a similar alcohol. word. Yeah, hit the people. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. We got cool ones. You've been skipping the beeps. Um, Because my cup was empty. My cup yeah. was empty. I'll pound that shit. She just called me out on doing Dude, a bad job. Dude, I got it. I I'm so curious when I we need to test this other this one. This man with absolutely the, needs this formula, <laughs> by the way. I just don't. Be, I just don't believe. It just doesn't make sense to me that how a, a scent could like uh, well, affect it's, you it's that not, much. It's not a scent. It's pheromones. Yeah, there's no. It's not the smell that's making people attracted to you. Like it's just it, how it enters the body when, through your nose. Liquid finesse is what you put on me, right? Mm-hmm. It smelled like alcohol. Like you know what I mean? Like it didn't smell like. It was not like I smell it. I'm like, what is oh. that? Oh my god, I'm in love. It's like. It's just like it's gonna trade. It's gonna do felt, things to you. But you felt good immediately. Uh, no, not immediately. But no. I mean, I don't know. I didn't really do much that night. Like, if I had interacted with girls or like more random people, I think I could have told. But like, I was just around my friends anyways. So bricked with your boys. But no, but it doesn't strangely, make you horny. We did. We did inter- This one's not the horny I know, one. I know. Man. I know. I'm joking. What's wrong with you? Anyways, stop disrespecting the liquid finesse. But anyways, I did run into random people, Eddie. If you remember the those two like random black guys in the uh, parking lot. And uh, one guy was just like mad friendly with me, like, like you know what I'm saying. Like he, he immediately we just became cool. As Why wouldn't you just wear these going into important business meetings and shit? And all, you People should. Do. And also, I was I high as fuck. This. Normally, when I'm smacked like off weed, I'm like less social. But I was like, I had no problem just chatting with this random person. Yeah, because it created this sense of being familiar. Yeah, it I'll, did feel familiar. How it, close do you have to be? To someone to get the effects. So figure like how, however close someone would be, need to be to like smell your cologne or perfume. Mm. <laughs> when you're in a business meeting, you get real close. You're like, <laughs> and then you're like, let's begin. Let's begin. Well, I mean, you know, like. In my country, we, we hug. I we mean, hold. <laughs> you, you smell that? Nice. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you can also like, if you're not going to be like in talking range, you can spray it on your hair or clothes or on someone else. Just walk past them, just a quick. Like, hit him with it. Yeah, yeah. This is some spy shit. <laughs> yeah. Yo, this is crazy to me. Oh my goodness. There's no other companies that are doing this. I just feel like this Th- is there, very, there are, very new to me. Which was great for me because I was like, cool. Now I can take whatever you're doing and make it better. Like a lot of comp- like entrepreneurs are like, oh, someone already did that idea. So like, I can't do it anymore. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, someone just made a blueprint for you. You don't have to be the first. You just have to be the best. Exactly. So I had all this opportunity to be like, that one sucks. That's bullshit. Uh, I could do this a thousand times better. So that's what I did. Also, their marketing sucks. They're like in adult novelty shops. I'm like, even if it does mm. work, 
the packaging sucks and it doesn't even look like it. Like it looks like a like a sex toy stocking stuffer. Yeah, mm. and, and it feels fake just because it's in an adult novelty store. Mm-hmm. Like the, the thing I like about your stuff, it looks like high end like perfumes or makeup, and uh, and even your idea for your physical store is like high key crazy. If uh, you want to talk about that, yeah. Oh yeah, so we're opening up our first store in LA, and um, it's downtown, and like it's a very high crime area. And so what I'm doing is I'm creating, so like we call the pheromones secret weapons. So as, as a way to protect the product and some of our employees, we're building a gigantic red safe um, that's like gonna be the focal point. And we're keeping all of the product back there and we're making it a cashless store. So you walk in, a sales associate greets you and then like takes you from product to product to kind of like explain. And they'll like kind of survey you along the way. Like, what are you looking for? What are your needs? What are your expectations? So like you're you're being educated and you're being entertained along the way. Um, and it's cashless. So it's not like, it's not dirty. So like COVID. And then like, who's going to knock over my store if all the product is in a safe and we have no cash. So by the end, they'll all have iPads. So like at the end of your experience, your order goes straight to the vault where we have people working in the back they'll package your order like all nice you know tissue paper all of that and then like there's like a little slot with our logo on it and then like a gloved hand like comes out and gives you your order wow this is gonna be so tiktokable yeah oh, such yeah. an experience slap yeah, on TikTok. Yeah. you need to pump the pheromones into I'll, the street to get people to line up or come inside yeah i mean it's i'm scared is that um, legal to like yeah. Hit, hit people with pheromones? Like, a, we'll, have our, business? we'll have our no, diffusers know, but it's like, and It's one candles. thing to put it on yourself, but then it's like... Yeah. My goal is to get a, a contract with a casino. What? And pump it in the air. Mm, that's That seems like that that's crossing some lines. Yeah, my maybe opinion. when it, it comes to money and gambling. With oxygen. Yeah. They, yeah, oxygen, though, is like, it's totally legit. Versus my, my goal with the company is to have a law named after me. And it's because, like, I made something illegal, but, like, they just we're like, this has never happened before, but you're just making too much money and you're just too goddamn persuasive that we have to make it illegal. And they're going to name it like Ho Cosmetics Law or like Lydia Law. And I'll be like, Psh. The Ho Law. Uh, <laughs> and, it, and I fire. won't get in trouble because it's not illegal yet. So boom, another loophole. So it's nah, like, being I get the to person com- <laughs> that creates a law is a huge flex. Yeah, yeah. So I have grand ambitions. <laughs> What's, uh, so what happens if you take too much? Too much liquid finesse? Anything. Well, I'm going to explain to you because oh. it's different things. So too much liquid finesse will make you really nauseous and dizzy. You'll just feel sick to your stomach. Like you should not, like your body's already, this is a this is a hormone your body already produces and it drips it in a way that's like enough for you. So you to put so much artificial on it just like fucks you up. So don't do that. But the real bad news is when you use too much of the, pheromones that make you horny because too much actually makes you extremely aggressive like explosive anger fights like it's it's the complete opposite and it's because it raises your testosterone levels you're talking about the the one the 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 female one provocateur and and, and the and the male one both of them raise testosterone yeah okay both of them Mm, can't get can't get in the hands of the wrong people that's none of my business. What kind of testing do you do to figure out what the limits are? Um, I mean, it's just like 
myself, my employees, like we were giving out like hella samples, but it, it doesn't take much. Cause it's like all humans like essentially are going to react to the same chemical. So like one time I sprayed it on me like six times and I was like, I feel like I'm going to fucking puke. And I was like, okay, how about five sprays? Still feel like I'm going to fucking puke. So like I was the lab rat for most of it. Is there any, uh, long-term effects? Like if you abuse this? Um, not that we know of. But I feel like how could your, if you use it in the recommended amount and it's already chemicals that your body produces, like, can we overdose on our own hormones? I mean, like, and, and I don't also, know. I'm no doctor. this is being applied to your skin. I feel like if yeah. you were like injecting it into the bloodstream, like. Yeah, that's like taking testosterone for steroids. Right, yeah. Exactly. So and that's why we don't need like an FDA clearing because it's not being put inside the directly into the body. So like, Curious. we're good. Question. Um, the, for now. The, uh, <laughs> the one that raises testosterone. Would would there be an application where like bodybuilders could just smell it in the gym to like get? They a, do it now. They do do that. Okay, yeah, that was. Yeah, it's like about a that. part of a pre workout. Yeah, because yeah. it's like smelling salts. Like the the why people do smelling salts yeah. before they lift to like get that adrenaline boost. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that sounds like it could work. Like, For sure, yeah. Like, is I'll that smelling salts? That's why. Does smelling salts have pheromones? Um, I don't know. Yeah, actually, I smelling salts are bad for your brain, though. Yeah, yeah, I mean, dude, that shit looks like it. I've never smelled it. Did you buy some? I have some. I keep forgetting to put it in my bag. Remind me three times like you did for the necklace. Anyways, uh, and you still almost forgot. But no, I didn't. Anyways, the the smelling salts, they smell it. They look like they've been shot in the head every time. Like everyone has a <laughs> physical reaction like that. Like, like it's hurting them. And then like they're just like fucking animals. Like they look like they have rabies and they're like hitting squats, like PRing. It's insane. Yeah, we don't. Uh, definitely, that that doesn't happen. But it will boost your testosterone. Jeez. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, the second I heard about this, I was like, "This is the craziest like business venture I've ever heard." Is, well, maybe not ever, but like definitely one of the craziest I've heard, especially in the last few years. What's your best selling items? Um, liquid finesse mm -hmm. and habituate provocateur. So it's the pheromones over the makeup. Oh yeah. Do you mm -hmm. know your uh, customer split? Like, is it mainly women or? Is yeah, it it's, it's mainly women, but we had a massive push over the summer. We went viral for Pleaser. We had a TikTok that had 15 million views, and we sold... Done by you guys, or, or yeah, you just... Yeah, just me. Oh, okay. I was responding to a guy, a guy's like, how I woo my wife into sexy time, and he brought her a cup of water. I was insulted, and I was like, you didn't need to do any of that. I was like, just wear Pleaser. I was like, this shit like, has got me into trouble so many times. It was like a six-second TikTok, and that was enough to, like, just go crazy viral. We sold thousands and thousands and thousands of units, like in like two days. So, and that's eighty dollar product. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Like I was like, are you are you fucking kidding me? Can like, we know what's like? I'm getting the shark. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get into the shark, actually, yeah. we gotta, we gotta talk about that. Um, what was your highest revenue in a day? Um, it was definitely six figures, but it's hard. I, I mean, like, I could look it up, but the only reason it stopped there is because we sold out. And I don't do back orders or pre-orders because it's just, like, you just never know how much, like, a product people want. And it's, like, you know, we, we have an in-house chemist, but it's, like, she can only produce, like, a few gallons at a time. And I'm, like, what if this is getting to a point where, like, it's just not possible to fulfill orders? Because that happened in the past, like, multiple times because I was being greedy. And I'm, like, well, just put it on back order. So that is just 
I'm not doing that again. People aren't getting shit for months and then they're emailing every day. Like, where is They're that? making is bad that? reviews. Yeah. They're making TikToks. This company's a scam and it's pheromones and they don't work. So it's like, we have to like be so careful with our reputation, um, especially because we're, we're only three years old. That's still pretty new. And it's such a new concept too. Like everyone yeah. is doubting it. We're just by default on thin ice. Yeah. Like, so is, is, is that the new angle? You're like, okay, it's pheromones is where the real money's at. Or you're like, oh, makeup yeah, will oh. always be... Make, the makeup is great, but it's like the makeup is, like I said, it's a multi-billion dollar industry. Like everyone has a makeup. Every influencer has a makeup company. Like at the end of the day, like even if you want your makeup to be sex proof, you might just be, be loyal to a certain eyeliner. But the pheromones, like literally no one does it better than us. That's because, okay, that makes a lot more sense to me because when he was saying, oh, it's a sex makeup brand, I was like, it seems niche. Like how is she like breading that much off of it? But this... Because this is new science. Nobody's even touching this that I'm aware of. This is the first time I've ever literally heard of this. I've heard of pheromones, but never companies that sell it. Yeah. There are there are the companies who have done it before. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I did not extract like artificial testosterone. I yeah. just I found chemists who already did. And I was like, let's talk. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And then we just reformulated. It took us a year to do it. That's two times stronger than our original formula. So we already beat ourselves because I'm like, it's just a matter of time before bigger companies start ripping us off and whatever. So I'm like, if I can get two steps ahead of myself, I'm 50 steps ahead of anyone else. Yeah. Can you not, can you not patent certain formulas and things? If we patent it, then it becomes public information of what's in it. Oh, that's the trade-off. So mm. I'm smooth. If Coca-Cola doesn't have their recipe public, I don't need to have mine public either. I like that comparison. Um, okay, boom. Um, what we need to talk about your recent shark purchase. He's still not here yet. But How much was he? Um, only like a rack. Really? Yeah, they're not that expensive. Oh shit. Yeah, I'm sorry, but I'm spending. Um, the tank was sixteen thousand dollars custom build, and the the coral and reef is ten thousand dollars. Oh, so the coral God, was yeah. yeah. So it's it's the setup uh, that was like really the 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 chunk. How, How many big gallons? is the tank though? From yeah. like the... it's eight feet long. Is that gonna paint to paint right here? Big ass tank. Would yeah. you say? Yeah, possibly. And we're we'll, building we'll a bar yeah. out of the tank, so we're doing like um. So basically, like, imagine this, but, like, there's an aquarium attached to it. Wow. Because, okay. like, I want to, like, watch that shit and, like, also have a cocktail or, like, be oh, high yeah. on shrooms. You're, yeah. you're building, like, a bar. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. But if you're, like, slamming glasses, is that not going to affect the glass? On, you know how, like, Why would I glass? slam a glass? I don't know. People drop a glass and have either drunk and then, huh. it, like, will it not rattle the... You, it's you're, like, talking, you're thinking within your budget, all right? This is, yeah. this is yeah. her budget. I'm just like, curious. This I can't is a imagine. serious, serious yeah. like piece of custom like uh, like equipment. You, you feel like a mafia boss to me. I, I get all yeah. types of comparisons, but I mean, hey, I am Sicilian, yeah, and I, I will wait, cut you. Your uh, so your your sex work experience, like uh, I feel like it's definitely given you that negotiational skills to be great at recruiting people, <laughs> negoti like negotiating deals, blah blah blah. Yeah, you could you could say that for sure. I just I feel like ultimately like there's only a couple things that like motivates a human being. So it's really like about finding, you know, what motivates them and creating a win-win situation. And it's like how are you going to say no to me? 
Like if we're both winning, like the goal is never to like be predatory to someone. Like people are not dumb. Like even if they're not registering that they're being taken advantage of, they're going to feel it. And then they're eventually going to find out like who can keep up that type of act forever. So I just, I truly come with my best foot forward and people think that's like masterminding it. I'm like, you just don't realize like how uncommon that is in business to like be respectful and give people good offers that work for both of you. And like, if you're in a leadership role, like obviously like my title is CEO, but like, I feel like that gives me too much power. So it's just like, I'm in a leadership role and it's like to maintain, a, to be a true leader. It's like, you have to look out for everyone on your team, which is all going to come crumbling down. So it's like, I always lead with like that mutual respect. And it's like, why don't we all eat? And if I can only afford to feed myself, then I shouldn't be in a leadership role. That's, I mean, more people need to hear that. Yeah. And, but you know, what's also kind of interesting. It's like, I think your next book should be about business because I think you have an insane amount of, of communication skills that the average human will never learn. Like I'm learning a lot, even in this short time. Oh, thank you. That's so flattering. Would, would you ever do that? Um, if it, if it made sense, I feel like I'm still mastering. Like I'm like, I still have no professional like I've never gone to business school. Like that's honestly better yeah, in my fuck opinion. Business yeah, because business learned. school is teaching all. That's what other people learn. They're not learning the street smarts. That that's you, true. Yeah, you're more successful now than ninety nine percent of business school professors ever have been. So, like, you know, why would you go to business school to learn from somebody that hasn't achieved nearly as much? You know, that's true. And schools are are ultimately designed to keep yeah. you in line. Like, even exactly. if they're like, oh, we'll teach you how to be successful. It's like to a point programming centers yep. yeah exactly so do you know what i was thinking about wasn't coco chanel also a hoe an escort uh yeah she was i have a chanel bag with what? me what yeah she, i didn't know that yeah. how did you know that i just triggered in my brain right now it's, it, and, yeah, she, it's, and she is that like a famous like the people know that story yeah. she wrote it in her book yeah but wasn't also she had a dark past too wasn't she like a, a hitler supporter uh, yeah she took a break for a while from the business and yeah. uh but, you know, she she fell in love with a dude, and he happened to be a Nazi. What the fuck? Really? And she just, you know, she came to her senses, but, like, she was probably, the dick was probably, like, really good. Nazi dick. I'm not, like, trying to sympathize with uh -huh. war crimes and yeah. shit, but, like, you know, I've, I've been influenced in ways by dick that I don't want to admit. So, like, <laughs> I could see how a girl in that time could get caught up by, like, a wealthy dude who's, like, just dicking her down. Like, no, nah, baby, like, he's just Nazis the way. Like, but who knows? Like, maybe yes, she, babe, yeah. But who knows? Maybe she really <laughs> wasn't supporting the Nazi movement. Maybe she yeah. was just finessing him. Um. Like, okay, like, let me infiltrate the fucking Nazis, figure out their shit. Boom, counterintelligence. Could have been that. Do, wait, wait, I mean, well, I'll, I'll have a question on that. What's the worst for? I'm going to ask both of you. What's yeah. the worst thing that Dick has ever made you do? <laughs> Sell all my real estate. Okay, that's a good one. Give a man all my fucking money. That's even worse. <laughs> yeah, like um, yeah. I, I, I never experienced <laughs> Dick, so okay. Yeah, what's the worst thing Pussy has ever made you do? Honestly, I've never done anything like super simpy to the point where I was like super embarrassed by. There's not. There's nothing where I've. You like, haven't had pussy good enough yet. Yeah. I promise you. Potentially, but like, said, yeah, when it's potentially, yeah, but I'm also. Like, but think I, about it means you have it. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, no, because I'm. Well, I'm not. About, I don't want to say the situation, but like, I mean, just got strung along in like a toxic relationship. That's like pretty bad. But like, I didn't no, sell twenty-four million. Oh yeah. Well, 
Yeah. And and the, there was things that I did that were bad, but like like, like what? Like, not like no, I mean, just spend money on them. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, dude, but I regret that. As you that. should, though. Yeah, that's yeah, like, yeah. that's just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But, it's every like, but time I look back. And, yeah, yeah, that's but the, I, the bare minimum, sir. Yeah, I know. But, but like, I look back and I'm like, fuck, I wasted time and money on this person. Like, that's. that's but a, I never, I didn't sell all my houses. I don't have like a big moment like that that I could just string. That's good. That's a good, that's a that's healthy I mean. boundary. Yeah, like, don't, don't compromise yourself. Yeah. So like paying for dinner is the bare minimum. No, no, no. Keep it wasn't just that. like dinners. I was, I was just like, I did, I did, Brando, I did, what is the worst I did, thing I did, you've I did, ever I did, done? I did a lot for this person, mm-hmm. and then I like, you regret all of it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Brando, what is the worst uh, thing you've ever done for pussy? Gotten her a glass of water? <laughs> yeah. I can't even get myself to do that. No. He bought her a, a beer. One single beer, and she hated beer. Yeah. <laughs> what, what about you? Are uh, you still single? Uh... I don't know the I don't know the answer to that question. By choice, basically, I think. Oh, okay. I have many relationships. This man is a whore. I'm just gonna say it. Yeah. I begged you for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't yeah. know. I th- I think get on a plane, like probably. But that's about it. I haven't. I've never done anything crazy either, like that. Yeah, I've never done anything crazy. Where I'm like, that was the fucking craziest shit. Did you ever count body count? Um, in high school, <laughs> like, but like, it just was like, what's the fucking point, like? How many times can you do this in a journal? Like, yeah. you know, like it, it wasn't. There, there wasn't. There wasn't like a list with names and like where you met them and stuff. No, I just. It, I don't. I don't. It just didn't give me like any type of like mm. validation for me to track it. Mm-hmm. It was more just like about like counting the money I got. You know, mm. like, that was like. Oh, curious. Hey, in yeah, that yeah, case, yeah. how much money right. have you made purely from sex work? Do you know? Um, I know at one point I was making a million dollars a year. Holy shit. And that, and that was cash flow. That did not wait, include wait, 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 gifts. Wait. Not including ho mentor. Remove- yeah, this is sex work. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Holy fuck. And that's like a cash business too. Yeah. That's not even including gifts. Like I've been gifted cars. What's your opinion on like the FinDom wave, like on Twitter and everything? What's fin- What's FinDom? Uh, financial domination. Uh, financial domination. There's a, a fetish out there that some men like to spend money on women. It's like it gets them off to spend money on women. But now with like little effort. That's basically like sugar meeting, daddies. Never even There's meeting a lot of the people person that don't now. actually like fuck the girls. Oh, so that's like this weird wave of like dudes gifting girls on OnlyFans like $10,000 for a picture of their feet type shit. Yeah, it's yeah. a form yeah. of being submissive. Like a, a sugar baby sugar daddy relationship, it's mutually beneficial. There's so like so he's getting the sugar, she's giving it. You know, she gets the money, he gets companionship, everyone's, you know, having a good time. But Findom is purely about being taken advantage of. It's just like a submissive thing. And, and then these guys are getting off on being taken advantage of yeah, financially. They're happy. What a strength. I wonder I wanna know. We gotta actually find a guy that's into Findom yes, and gotta, understand yeah. you know, why, like, do you know anyone? I don't. Oh man. Do you do you know yeah. anyone? Uh, they call uh, I, I they give the shitty names. Wait, what's <laughs> oh, the, I think a, it's here. I think Yo, 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 <laughs> if I'm dropping 10 grand, you're not calling me a baby. <laughs> no, wait, that's... But bro, it's not the kink for you. I seen a fucking tweet that was like, one of my followers has gifted me two Bitcoin so I can get into crypto trading. Some dude quotes it. He's like, imagine giving up... Imagine paying $120,000 as a gift to someone and being referred to as one of my followers. <laughs> and I was like, yo, that's so true. Like, that's it's so OD. true. But streamers have a word too. Um... What's Euler or something like that for people that just donate mad money to them? Euler, these names suck. They're, yeah, they're, I don't know. I don't know if it's Euler. I'll be honest. Uh, maybe we you should pull address it up on me screen. as patron, exactly. patron saint. That, that <laughs> patron would be saint pay pig. If the uh, I think if I the like payers. That.
If the payers decided the names, that's probably what it would sound like. But the streamers decide the names. So she's like my little bank bitch. <laughs> The only negative thing I have to say about Findom is it's a bandwagon that a lot of women are jumping on that have no experience actually being a dominatrix. Mm. So they're just like, oh, I can bully this guy and get money. And it's like, no, like there's so much psychology behind being a dominatrix where it's like, if you really, cause it's like when anyone submits to anyone, it's like an extreme level of being vulnerable. So it's like, especially if you're paying for that service, you need to know like how to actually give this person what they want. Because at the end of the day, even though you seem like, it seems like the woman's dominating him, she's not because she's doing what he wants. The woman is actually being submissive. You, I mean, there's some yeah. like therapy lessons she, yeah, in here. Like, but what's crazy is like, when did you realize that though? Because I'm sure there was a point earlier in your career where you were just taking it, you know, you, you I, I'm I'm a submissive woman for the most part. Like I can be mean to you, but like only if you like it. So no, but it's I'm like, saying, when did you learn these kind of like psychology aspects to this? I I mean, honestly, it started in my childhood when you know, like I'm getting violated by my dad. You know, like if I wanted it to stop, or I was actually like looking for some type of benefit in it. You know, like it's it's just like kids being exposed to like sexual experiences that young. Like certain things imprint on you, and you find ways to like survive. And understand like the psychology behind it. Like, it, it just, I think, <laughs> I think part of like why it, all this stuff is so natural to me, cause it's like, I like told myself, I was like, I could get him to stop, like if I want to. Like, I could say the right thing, I could do this, I could do that. But if I want my dad to take me shopping, it's like, I don't know what to do too, you know? So it was just Damn. like, you know, like he fucked me up like beyond belief, but also I can afford like the best of the best therapy. And I feel like if I wasn't, I feel like if my sexual boundaries were not broken and destroyed as a child, I wouldn't have been able to start my first company, you know, that young, which was my body. So it's almost like, I think, I think I made the best out of that situation that I possibly could have, because if, if I had a normal childhood, if, you know, like I was safe and had, you know, food and like clothes and everything, I don't think I would have like this ambition that I have. Like, I think I would just be like, you know, like I have my bachelor's degree in communication and like I got married when I was 23 and like we have two kids and like I'd probably be happy, honestly. Like I'd probably be fine. We had this conversation yesterday with, uh, you know, Vit. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's he's crashing like, in my house right now. Yeah, yeah. No, they're, they're good friends. Oh, that's yeah. crazy. And, yeah. and, you know, he he went through so much trauma. He went through hell. Right. And from it, though, he's became this person. That's why we're friends. Yeah. In mm -hmm. a lot of ways, it's almost like some people need that not some people but it's like oh the question was does what was the question it was like does trauma does do trauma you, uh, do you believe that trauma relates to success basically um no i think people who become successful because of their trauma are an anomaly because i think the world is a fucked up place because people got fucked up when they were kids and people are just constantly projecting their trauma onto others it's like I'm a rare case of a person who used that to their advantage. But like, you can't say that like, cause like, I mean, we all know that person that like became a drug addict and you know, like fell off. And now we know a guy who like beats his kids. It's like, of course that happened to him when he was a kid, you know? So it's just like, I, the vast majority of people who are traumatized as children, I don't think they ever come out of it. I think they succumb to it. And that's part of why the world is so fucked up. 
I think if we were able to look across the multiverse, you're pr you, like you said, you probably made, like you're the version that came out best case scenario from your situation. And I feel like with trauma, like 100%, the most common path after trauma is like just your life is destroyed. Yeah. But uh, I also believe that those people who, they are anomalies, but once somebody can overcome intense trauma and mm -hmm. make the best of it, like they are basically destined for Unstuck. uncommon success. Yeah, mm -hmm. because it's like that, like, you know what I'm saying? Like just just like the hero's journey. Like once you overcome the, the main dragon, every other boss is like just fodder. Like they're yeah. farming them, you know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. like, yeah. <laughs> All my video RPG nerds out there, but yeah, so like, yeah, so that's just how I feel, you know what I mean? And especially people who do have that childhood trauma where it was something so significant and they defeated it, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for me, it was just like, it's just all about like a pivot. Mm -hmm. Like there is no failure, there's no box that you can put me in that like I can't get out of. It's like, everyone's always like, well, I was dealt a bad hand. And I was like, all right, well, if we're gonna use that analogy, like we're all dealt a hand in like a game of poker. Mm -hmm. Well, if you're dealt a shitty hand, when no one's looking, why don't you just pull the fire alarm next to you? When, you know, like when no one's looking, like why are you going to let the dealer dictate your life? Mm. Find a loophole in that shit. For me, like I, I, just thinking the way I would, I'm like, if I was stuck with a shit hand in a poker game and my entire life was riding on this, I'd probably find a way to create a distraction, pull the fire alarm. And when everyone is scrambling out the door, I'm switching the cars around. We come back to the game. Boom. One. So it's just like, what's your fire alarm? Like, don't let the dealer dictate it. Pull the fire alarm. I'm leaving the building. I'm not switching the cars. Why? But yeah, I, I love the analogy. It's a great analogy. But you pulled it. Like, you yeah. know there's not a fire. Yeah, yeah, but I don't want to be around those people if my life is going to depend on it. I'd be like, I'm not coming back to this game. So basically, I'm going to go play some other games. In this analogy, I feel like yeah. that's committing suicide. Like, yeah. I, yeah, you're just... I think that's what you're saying. You're ending oh. the game. Yeah, oh, you're oh, offing yourself. Well, you got to win the game. The game is life. Right? Well, I thought we paused the game and they're distracted. I'm like, well, see you exactly. later. Exactly, it's distracted. But you got to go back to the game eventually. Yeah, your life depends on winning this game or not. This is scentless. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, so one of the reasons why we don't have a scent is because I don't ever want someone to be able to recognize it. So it's like if that, mm. so like think of like a, a cologne or a perfume that like you know the smell. Like Chanel Number no. 5 is one of the most popular. You can, Chanel de Bleu. You can clock <laughs> it. So it's like imagine if you're wearing this and like hopes mm. to, you know, really like kind of seduce someone and they're like, wait a minute. Are you wearing? Yeah, like yeah. It just, the jig yeah. is up. So. Are you wearing liquid finesse? Yeah, yeah the jig. I'm wearing liquid finesse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's like it's part of you know being discreet, which is like sex worker 101. It's discretion. Because like, you know, is that rotten feet? <laughs> you, you know, you, you know what? Uh, you know what? Liquid finesse reminds me of. Uh, what's that Harry Potter um, thing? Liquid luck, Felix Felicis, or something like that. The, do you guys watch Harry Potter? Where where um. There was a man. I suck. I'm sorry, but there, there was um. He he drinks this potion that's like liquid luck, literally, and then after that, he's just lucky all day I'll, long. I'll be honest, the books are so long. I'll get to the end and forgot what happened in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's honesty. Maybe it's a liquid finesse making you confess stuff you normally wouldn't. Oh, <laughs> no she's way. good at this. She's no good. No way. I would have said that. That is that a anyways. CEO, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so I'd be curious. I guess I guess you have no really marketing bounds, right? Like pheromones is like can you run Facebook ads, Instagram ads? I would never run an ad. What? I don't I don't believe in advertising. You don't advertise at all. No. What? Ad people think like, "Oh, we're going to run ads." I'm like, "Bro, like again, people are not dumb. Like ad blindness, most people who purchase ads are not even aware of the concept of ad blindness. Like, 
Like, when do you remember the last time you saw a Facebook ad or an ad, an ad on Instagram and took it seriously? Like, hey, like, I need to buy this. You're like, ew, how dare you put an ad in my face? So I'm like, why would I waste money on that? Like, I, 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 I get served, like, cool fashion stuff. I've definitely bought things off Instagram or Facebook ads. But would you buy something that already seems kind of like a scam? Oh, there, there we go, yeah. And something that, that you're not already... Part. It depends on how good it is, right? There's some, like, so, not a scam, but I found, like, this guy was showing the process of making their chocolate. It was really gross looking. It looked like larva in a bucket and he was jamming uh, like a like cacao a wood block. Uh, yeah, parts, yeah. yeah. And it looked super gross. But that caught my attention and then I read the whole book. I was like, oh this is chocolate. Then I clicked in and then But you know what I, chocolate is and you like it already. Okay. This is okay, she means that because of like you're even doubtful of this product, you know what I'm saying? Like in the beginning. But so like imagine you're <laughs> not doubtful, just uneducated. But exactly. if she dropped the right ad and I, educated me. I don't. The reason why we popped off is because we're so authentic. Like any any ad that you see, like I'm advertising all the time, but people just don't fully recognize it. Yeah, the TikTok okay. was UGC. No, no, exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. I'm, I'm not saying ad like a hey, buy my pheromone, but I'm literally meaning like TikTok for for us as well popped off, and it was well, a lot of yeah. storytelling. Yeah. So why wouldn't you, if you know that hey, this story works really, really well? Why don't I just put it in front of more people with some ad dollars in front of the people that I know it's going to react to? Uh, it's just, it's not ethical to me. Like mm. I, I'm really inspired by like major luxury brands. Like, have you ever seen an ad for like whoever makes luxury helicopters? No, they don't need to advertise. And I'm really concerned about my legacy. And again, cause we're a new company and people are so skeptical of us. It's like, we also want to feel like you found us. Because it's like anytime a company's pushing anything, I'm just immediately turned off. So if I can cater my content to make the user discover me, they're already going to be more likely to convert into a sale. Like this is, this is literally what I, my full-time job is marketing. Yeah. So what would you say are, like, what are the ways that you're building awareness outside of TikTok? Um, I, it's, it's my lifestyle. Like me living the life that I do in the way that I do. Like even when I give advice to people, people are like, this is such a, you know, emotionally sound and wise person. That's me in a way promoting my products. Cause it's like, if I was like doing crazy wild shit, people would just be like, that's a fucking CEO. Like, of course her product is bullshit. So it's, it's really about like living a lifestyle that, that is consistent with the effectiveness of my products. That's always working for itself. Mm. Yeah. Just my brain is running in like a hundred million directions. So <laughs> even the sex makeup though, that to me seems like something where it's like, how, like, why wouldn't if it, you know, like to get that in front of sex workers, yes, you could probably post it and you have a bunch of people paying attention to you, but why not like put an ad on Pornhub where it's like, or you know what I'm saying? Like wherever they might. What girl? Okay, not, I, 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 I use it as a dumb example, but I'm saying, like, why wouldn't you, like, be like, okay, AVN, maybe I'll put up a booth. No, because the only people that go to AVN, seriously, are fans. Like, I, 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 like, I'm literally, like, a legend in the sex worker industry. Like, people are constantly talking about me. Like, part of the, the thing that helps us make sales the most is other people talking about it. Like, people like to feel smart by being like, hey, girls, I'm going to put you on. Like it's, again, it's, it's because people find us, it's very like, if you know, you know, like insider secret, but it's just a secret that people can't keep in. It's just like JSX. 
Exactly. JS. Oh my God. That's a great fucking analogy. Let's just try to pick one, right? Because obviously, you know, a lifetime's worth of experiences. What's the most valuable lesson you learned from the sex work or porn industry? Do not piss people off that have more money than you or more resources in general. Don't okay. fucking do it. That one's scary. And it's <laughs> uncommon too. People are like, don't give up. You'll be successful. No, don't piss off people that could fucking destroy you. Way better oh, than man. don't give up. I have up. something off camera I want to ask you about. Okay. okay. Uh, what's the most valuable lesson you learned from entrepreneurship? Um, there's no such thing as failure. It's only opportunities to pivot. Mm, love that too. So like I, failure is not possible to me. So it will never happen to me. Can you give me an example of, of a quote unquote, what someone saw as a failure that you forced you into a pivot and then worked out? Uh, the pandemic. Uh, sales halted and you know the first couple of weeks of lockdown like who wasn't terrified like we were hoarding toilet paper like of course we were hoarding money so I was like okay it's time to pivot and that's when I started taking TikTok seriously and the what I implemented is why we're this successful because I started marketing towards quarantined couples who haven't like they stopped fucking or they're starting to argue or, you know, it's single moms whose kids are going stir crazy. So I was like, I had to start thinking about like the, the climate today instead of like, hey, sex workers, this will help you make more money. Sex workers are like, we're all quarantined too. We're not seeing clients. What the fuck? Why are we gonna spend $80 on that shit? Yeah, I'm not mm. trying to die from this deadly virus. <laughs> yeah, so the, the that was like the scariest thing that's ever happened to me in the company and that opportunity to pivot is what actually made us go mainstream. Wow. So like it was really like a, a like a serious blessing, but like super super yeah, fucking yeah. scared yeah, set was, on anybody. I was tripping. Yeah, like there was a point where like my employees, I told them I was like, honestly, sales are so bad. Like I can't afford to pay you and like leave if you want. And they're like, no, we believe in this company. Like you've been nothing but good to us. And they showed up every day until we started like going viral. And then everyone was fine. And I gave them bonuses for being loyal. And it was cool. And like, honestly, it was such a, like, it was so flattering and encouraging. And I was like, okay, like they respect me. Like let's, I'm going to make sure I take care of them. Like for real, for real now. Do you feel though that a lot rides on you? Like, for example, if you're not coming up with the next marketing idea or are there people on your team that are like on the marketing side, at least, which is very important. It's just me. I'm the only marketer. Wow. So do yeah. you, does that ever worry you that like, if something happens to you, then how does the brand continue? Um, I mean, legally, like we have all that in play, but I feel Not like legally, I mean like literally like sales bro, will halt if you don't if, get on the bro, TikTok. if I fucking die, are you kidding me? I'll like, I'll like shoot no, up. No, 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 like, not die. Right? Like, no, not even. That would be like one of the best things that ever happened in my company. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't mean, I don't mean. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Actually. I, I don't think that's true. Uh, like I, Michael Jackson, the best thing he could have ever done for his brand was die. Like. No, Sometimes no, no. dying is the best option. No, bro. no, no, no. I don't mean I don't mean death. I don't mean death. It's like let's. I'm just gonna make an, a a super opposite loose example. If you wanted to take uh, vacations, not even the example. Let's say for example, you just got so deathly ill that you were like plugged into a hospital machine for like two months. That was last year. I was out for seven months. And and did everything halt at that point? What is no? I have an incredible. Really? Yeah, I have an incredible. But how are they making yeah, who content? Does the marketing then? Like, what if you're out? I mean, I do the mark. Like, I was still able to like post TikTok. Like, okay, but let's say you weren't able. Like, yeah, you are in a full body cast, life support, two months, so you're not dead, so they I can't mean, move on. But like, well, then I mean, we'd probably rely like on our our email and SMS marketing, and we have people that 
create and schedule that content. Okay. That requires almost no creativity. But are you like looking at the copy? You're like, no, I text this. Like, is it the texting side? I'm curious about. I mean, like if, if I, they have general guidelines of my philosophies. So it's just like, Hey, look at everything I've done and said in the past. If you can, if you can still promote that same emotion that we're selling, like I'm not going to be Using mad at you. Using your voice basically. Yeah. Only like we're not, we're never selling a product. We're selling emotions. And it's like, you have three years of my own personal marketing materials. Just pick my most viral videos and reword them. Mm -hmm. Great like, copywriting tip right there. Yeah, selling like emotions. Yeah. This never a product. No, no one wants to be sold anything. All right, um, we have some rap. Are you, are you good with like these mm -hmm. questions? Okay, rapid fire questions. Um, what is the all time goat dirty talk line? <laughs> I, it, it, Let me the sex with me is custom. Hold like, on, hold I on. really I'm have to. I'm gonna run that back. I have to run that back. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Like, I can't. I was like, what was it? For who? Okay, <laughs> what is the all time goat dirty talk line for guys to say to girls in if you were to give average like advice to the general population? I just, as a professional, I really can't. Like, whatever is going to make me go crazy mm -hmm. is, is, is going to be the biggest turnoff. Like, I, it feels irresponsible to be like, bro, say this. Like, for me, like, I want to be degraded, but like, I want to hit you in the face because of it. That's not fucking normal. Like, I, that's, a, that's the advice I would give to a guy that I want to have sex with. Piss me off, and then I'm going to fucking hit you. Like, that's not advice for the general public, yeah, you yeah. know? Well, like, well, you know where the questions stem from? Where are these questions arrive from? <laughs> no, no, because then you'll be like, oh, okay, yeah, I get it. Okay, so yeah. I was sitting here, and I, I forgot. Oh, it was Brando. He was like, because this man's silent most times, and he's like, all I tell the girl is good girl. And literally, unanimous, unanimously, oh, these two both Hold said, on, there's a... Funnier oh, backstory really? to that. Really? Vit was here, and oh, I forget yeah. how we I decided guess. to be like, yo, tell me how, oh, I think he was like, the yeah. best nude you can send to a girl is, uh, or like, we came to the conclusion that the best nude, the most requested nude from a man mm. um, is is a uh, cum shot with sound on. Hell yeah. Right? Okay. So then, um, so then he was trying to convince us to give our cum shot moans into the camera, right? And then we're, I don't know how Brando came into it, but then we're, we're like, Brando's just silent. Like, he makes no noises. And he was like, that's true. The only words I ever say are good girl. And then Vit was like, yep, I love that one. And I was also like, yep, and I Eddie like that also one. Agreed. And everyone was kind of just like, yeah, like, we like using that one. Like, every girl we've had sex with likes that. And then we were like, huh, is that like the goat, is that the goat dirty talk line then? I a mean, simple one. I think it's safe. Mm -hmm. I think Like, it's across safe. the board, most girls. Give us an edgy one. We can, some people can test out, you know? I just, uh, an edgy one is probably going to put people in danger. Like, okay, I just, okay. oh. I really. Oh, that kind of edgy. But yeah, that just like makes I, me want to know it more. I mean, just, we can. Put a disclaimer. Be like, do not use this. They will, though. That's how I made the, my record sales days. I told people not to buy my product oh. because it's too dangerous. Like, I, I just, fucking... I know people too well where I never want to be like, <sighs> I took Lydia's advice to say this in bed and now I'm divorced. And now I'm in jail. <laughs> you know, yeah. Or now I'm in jail. Like, it's just, I I've just, been I've, arrested. Seen, I've seen shit go sideways too many times where it's like, if I don't know exactly who this pickup line or sex line is tailored for, I just, I don't, I don't want to get involved. All right. All right. What if we put it off, off camera? <laughs> yeah. I mean, tell me like if you're, if you're fucking someone special and like you show me what she looks like and I get like, look at her social oh, media. Oh, you mean like tail, custom tailored. Custom tailored. Yeah. The, the, you should start a cameo. Uh, nah, I wouldn't smooth. Like a private cameo. It's like, yo, like, like a high end. Yeah, I mean, it was basically consulting again. Yeah. yeah. I, I oh, just yeah, don't want to yeah. consult anymore. Yeah. I feel like your time is better used on uh, Hokage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, it's not even like, oh, I'm above it, but it, 
the amount of brain power it takes me to switch off my company and switch into and tap into someone else's company like to get out of that mode it just would require so much time for me there is just like okay now i gotta start pricing what my time is worth but not as a hoe like as an entrepreneur how much time do i have to take away from work to like fully tap into your brand you know like it's yeah. it's so involved that like I'm, I'm not gonna take your money unless I'm fully sure that I'm gonna pay for myself and then make you money on top of it. What's your, what's your, uh, what's your day like? Like, do you have like, a, are you pretty strict regimen? Um, I'd say I'm consistent, but like usually my day- or Did it beep? No, I don't think so. I was sleeping on the beeper. Beep. It beeped. Beep. Um, Typical work day for me is like, I work really odd hours. I'm not like a nine to five type of vibe. Like every day, the, the most guaranteed thing is I sleep from three to 6 p.m. I don't know what it is. Just what? 3 p.m. from six to 6 p.m.? That's just, yeah, it? Three hours. That's uh, it. I, I sleep in the night too, but it's usually like four hours. Uh -huh. so, so you're sleeping twice basically mm -hmm. instead of once. Ah, oh, I've heard of that. Mm -hmm. Is that like a... Is, what's that method called? There's a name for it, I forget. There is a name for it, but it, it's not intentional. It's just like, that's just how long it takes for me to burn out. And like, I'm not even working like, some days like, like yesterday I worked 12 hours, but I just, I had time to do it and I was like excited. And I was like, fuck yeah, like I don't have any like social obligations. Like it's the weekend. Like I feel like I work best on the weekends because my team isn't talking to me. Mm -hmm. so me like, too, when, I agree. Yeah, so or at like, night. Mm -hmm. So like when no one is like distracting me from like what I'm actually doing, that's when I'm most productive. So it's like late at night, like I'm working, you know, like 9 p.m. to like 3 a.m. And then, you know, I'll sleep from four to, to eight, wake up at nine. I have an hour with my bonsai, feed the dogs, you know, shower, do a little, what do you know, makeup or well, whatever. What you, doing? you meditating with the bonsai? You just sit there like. I'm just chilling. I have like different playlists for it. I'm like trying to figure out like what type of music it likes, but like I know that's like very largely like a delusion of mine. <laughs> and like as long as music is playing the tree, like it's like producing like more. Yeah, what are you playing the tree like little baby? Uh no. Like there's <laughs> like a like a lot of lo fi, but okay. but like it's also like a Japanese tree, so I try to play like traditional Japanese uh. music for it. Jazz, classical. Like I feel it's an old ass tree, so it's like you need to like it's like throwback vibes. You don't show him some new some new shit every once in a while. I mean, like that's like he's getting it at the house parties because we have speakers outside, oh, so it, like he it. is getting his dose of a little baby. Yeah. Did, did did the owners like do they love that? You're like, hey, I've been playing him this music. They're probably like, wow, we never played him music. I mean, maybe it's come up once. Oh, uh, we we forgot that we're doing short answer oh, questions. Oh yeah, shit, my oh, bad. Yeah. Um, let's get back on topic. Have you ever dealt with a gold digging man? Oh hell yeah! And like you can, I'm pimp. sure you can spot them right away. No, uh, no. Let's say more since see, like you know, being a CEO and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, like my sugar baby, but like I signed up for that. Exactly. That was you chose him. Pretty yeah, much. yeah. This is like I feel like the second a man is like manufacturing problems that only can be solved with money, it's like okay, that's pretty fucking obvious. Like it's not. Like I, I can clock that pretty quick. Uh huh. Okay. Next one. Do you believe in soulmates? Yeah, but like multiple soulmates. Mm -hmm. Do you like, so you believe in soulmates like you can have a friend soulmate? Oh yeah, for sure. Well, yeah. Like, I agree in that. Mm -hmm. Are you polyamorous or mon monogamous? Um, I tend to lean towards monogamy. Have you ever caught feelings for a castmate? For sure. Many, oh. Multiple or just one time? 
not multiple, but like the feelings are just like, oh my God, I think I'm falling in love. But it's like very clear. It's like chemical reaction. Uh-huh. So it's like, like you had just had so much physical like chemistry. The, yeah. Just like explosive chemistry. It was like, I got to fuck this guy off camera. And then, you know, it's like we have, a, you know, like a six month affair. And then I'm like, I chemically sober up. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm good. Uh, would you recommend dating a porn star for the average person? Male or female? Uh, let's start with male and then also female. No. Not, no for the male. And what about female? Uh, potentially. Really? Mm-hmm. Need some explanation. Yeah, yeah, we need a deeper explanation on that one. Well, look yeah. at female porn stars now. They're dating pro athletes. They're dating rappers. Like, they're, they're dateable. Because a lot of female porn stars are actually super professional. And they're about their money. And they'd also never date a male porn star. So it's like, if you're like a confident guy, it's like, you know, she don't want them. But, and then some guys are just like cucks and they're like, hell yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, like get fucked. Like, they, like they're your biggest fan. Like they're watching. Yeah, like they video. like it. And then it's also like, you can't like, I feel like any man who's like truly like in tune with himself, it's like, your chick is a porn star. Like, I know that's the best pussy of your life. You can't, <laughs> you can't be mad at how she got that good. You can't. I mean, you could, but like, you're going to lose her. So it's like, it's could be like one of those double-edged sword situations, but it's like the reason why, like you guys have such good sex. is like, cause she's a professional. But are you saying that men shouldn't dame porn stars because of what you're saying before of like the ego kind of thing of the masculinity and feeling like a certain way? Or why are you saying that men shouldn't? No, I, I mean, male porn stars are not dateable. Oh, female porn stars are very oh. dateable. Yeah. 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 No, oh. don't. Oh. I had it yeah, we, oh, my oh. bad. No, yeah, no, no. Yeah, 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 I'm an yeah. average human. So the average female should not date a male, male porn star. Ah. Yeah, that's what you were saying. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. That makes sense. But the average male should take the opportunity to date a female porn star. Yeah, yeah, because I was so confused. My we, bad. No, no, no. No, no, no. no, 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 no. Makes I, sense. I understood. So. Great. Oh, okay. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's up? What's up, Thank Einstein? You, <laughs> Thanks, Einstein. That felt racist. I don't <laughs> know why. You're it was. Racist. It was. There was an okay. undertone yes. of it. Hey, you know what? But I'd also be curious. So. You know, Violet Myers just told us of just some like really interesting stories of people that slide in her DMs. Is there any interesting characters that it can have slid into your DMs that you'd be willing to share? Honestly, I get a lot of like really young guys who are like, I really want to fuck you, but like, I really want business advice. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that's like so flattering because uh-huh. it's like a lot of men, at least a DM me, are like, they see me both ways. So it's like, oh, you see me as a sexual sexual being but like you also respect me as an entrepreneur i'm like okay. it's hard not to if you follow like the what you're doing with Hoka. Yeah, yeah i mean like i my entire instagram like it's like there's not one picture of me like even maybe, maybe there's one of me in a bathing suit but it's because i was flipping off my neighbors because i was fighting with them you know like it wasn't it wasn't like overtly sexual or anything like i just i don't sexualize myself in any way so it's like if so if i'm retaining a male audience it's because they're actually there for some type of information or you know like intellectual reason uh, we keep we keep getting sidetracked from the fact that these are rapid fire questions <laughs> my bad. no 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 that's not, that's not you're doing that's our fault. but um what was your most frivolous purchase? I don't, I don't know. I buy shit all the time. It depends how heartbroken I am. Like my last <laughs> heartbreak, like I dropped a quarter mil. On what? Ooh. Yeah, he's just oh my god. This is the recent one, right? Yeah, yeah. it still hurts. Oh yeah, I dropped a quarter mil. So like, on this, this is how much I simp. So, like, we got into, like, a very big fight at the crib. 
And like we we're both living there, but like it was my house first. And he was like, I'm never coming back. And I was like, yes, you will. Cause I'm redecorating the entire house. So I hired interior designers to like literally change my entire house. So it doesn't look like the same place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what else I did to try and appease him? Uh, I rented the DeLorean from Back to the Future. Oh. Brought it to my house and typed in the day of that argument. And I was like, Oh, it's just gonna work send him a whole ass video like i'm going back in time oh you didn't think that was possible but he just looked at us like yeah she has way too much money for me like, <laughs> <laughs> I, it actually Shit. like severely worked against me like what a fucking psychopath yo i will say that i thought very, it was romantic that's a very masculine energy uh play in my opinion uh, yeah. yeah that's some super flex that shit. was like uh like watch this shit i'm about to do the most crazy act of service that you've ever seen yeah but i was just thinking you know people were like if i could go back in time and i'm like wait a minute like that i think i have so enough money for that romantic. that's very creative that's very creative that just made me feel so alone and unloved and, like, shit. Yeah, and like when kanye pulled up with a bed of roses like that's way more creative way honestly way i was creative. like bro you have literally access to like anything bro a truck of roses with like an inside joke on the yeah. side like it was, it was terrible trust me yeah that was, that was whack well, uh, i mean he's divorced now we know why <laughs> um anyways uh did you is 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 whole cosmetics bootstrapped or did you gain did you raise capital oh that's all me wow I, and i started that with the last money to my name because like every dollar that you because mm -hmm, i had just sold my last house to my pimp we had broken up and he told me if he would have had more money because his business was doing bad. He was, like, he was like, if I just, if I was financially stable right now, I'd be able to focus on our reconciliation. I was like, talk, done. Talk, talking to you I'm now, back. <laughs> talking to you now, it's so hard to like wrap my head around to like anybody finessing you ever. But I know that you had to be finessed to get to this level. So yeah, exactly. Like I just made sure like coming out of it, I was like, I'm going to learn everything possible. That was probably the most expensive lesson of my life, but I forgive myself for, you know, being groomed. Like, you know, it really could happen to anyone. And like, I was groomed from like my, you know, groomed from my dad. So like it started at four being manipulated by men. So yeah. So that, that makes me want to throw up. I'm so do, sorry. It's cool. Do you, uh, it's the past. yeah. I don't think you hate men, but do, no. do, do you do yeah, you give uh, me no man hate? I love no man hate them. Like you know my our entire friend yeah, group. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. All men. Yeah, so I guess I don't really have a question. Uh, okay, gonna... then I have a question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I did that on purpose. Shit, I forgot that? my fucking question. Yeah, you got a tiny brain. Yeah. Oh wait, oh, uh, you blame me for um, your tiny brain. Oh wait, do you, do you have any particular kinks you're willing to share? Um I'll, I just like mutual degrading. Like I, I love having my brain fucked with and like running a company, like no one ever steps to me. So it's like, if you could like, if you could figure out how to hurt my feelings, but I'm already like <laughs> this headstrong. If you really could like, I if you could really launch an attack that's like effective, it just, it just turns okay, me okay. on. Wait, 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 question about degrading. Is it like, like, so you want, it sounds like you want really like, like heart hitting degradation like like they're coming for you or is it like you bitch type you know what i mean like it's gotta it's gotta actually affect me like hey, I it's, gotta be, it's, it's like, gotta be personal it's gotta be like hey it's gotta be like yeah. hey the music you play for your bonsai tree sucks ass is no it? no no like that's that's nothing like you just thought of that now <laughs> like 
you like you don't know me well enough you're to talking like, about like real personal level degradation yeah what like, about bringing like your childhood trauma like that, has like anybody that done that shit? but i feel like that's a given like that's an e oh whoa, you're you just thought of that you know I what i'm saying, saying, you've, I'm saying you've known me for two hours and then you're come, like really expose like my most like darkest fucking secrets weaponize it against me as i'm literally climaxing I'm not gonna lie. That's the craziest one I've ever heard. I just, I've, I, I've, I think I'd cry in the middle of sex if she was like just attacking me from a childhood trauma. I just imagine like <laughs> sometimes the only, I do. The only person that she can get off with is like saw. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Man, like your chain, like you. holy shit. But okay. then, like, I also like I want to retaliate. But like, and you need oh. somebody that can take that as well. But like, I'll fuck you up mentally too. Like oh, I've, man. like I've destroyed men in less than. I have a game: destroy Ugh. you in less than three words. God, I feel like having oh, sex with you is less like, than three words. If I can destroy two words, then that's less three, than three. Okay, how about this? Three words or less. All right, I are we about to play it? No, can wait, I opt out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I, I don't need this. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Like time I, out, time out. I got, a, I got a quick question. Uh, wait, fuck. The drinking part is hard. We're talking about degrade. You want me to ask a question three. first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is another short answer one. What is the most you've ever seen an escort make per hour, whether it was you or somebody else? Uh, an hour. Was that you or somebody else? No, someone else. I only, I, I maxed out at 1300 Okay, hour. and that's yeah. what you, you consulted for them and they got to that level or? Uh, I didn't need to. That bitch was a baller. <laughs> we were, her and I yeah. were cool. We were uh -huh. just like, very much like, I see you. And I was like, keep, keep doing well. But there was there was actually a time she emailed me and she asked me if there was anything that she could improve on. And I was like, I've never seen anyone make more money than you. I've actually just I've been knowing about you. Don't waste your money. What, You're good. What was it about her? Do you think specifically, or if you could nail a few traits? She was like, she was the girl next door that you knew was an absolute nymphomaniac, and it was like it was so subtle but so obvious somehow in her photos like she just she just had this like presence and this like extreme duality where it's like you could see her meeting your parents while bent over it like in front of your desk at the same time like fucking her ass like while it was she, while your parents are in the room <laughs> no no no, 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 no. two separate two occasions you're like oh. I bring her home to the, my parents the and then we, I was like yeah. I don't I don't no. ever thinking of these no, she was the Madonna and the whore she was the Madonna and the whore beautiful oh. classy just the most um what like, was she what, uh, can you describe her physically um she she was tall thin but Thin, but still had proportional curves. Have you read Art Burnett. of Seduction by Robert Greene? Um, I've read parts of it. Yeah. Well, it's just like confirmation. I was like, Psh, that's what I thought. So you agree yeah. <laughs> most of those points. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah I do. Absolutely. Robert Greene terrifies me. Like, I would yeah. I would like to have sex with him, and I don't even know what he looks like. But, like, I just, I feel uh, like. He's not very physically attractive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then maybe just like a glory hole situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, like, I just, I feel like that's a person that, that could actually, like, challenge me mentally like yeah, of course yeah he's a sick fuck you guys yeah, would be like, playing like mental chess fuck. yeah, yeah. fuck me up bro. I, I remembered the question so you know in when when someone has to fuck you up that much and pull out your insecurities to really make you climb like and you're also doing the same to them afterwards oh yeah sorry I, that's not a requirement okay not a requirement yeah. but i'm saying when you're in those situations right afterwards are you guys like 
crying? Like, how do you kind of come back from that? Because I'm like, if you were to be that mean to me, it'd be hard for me to be like, afterwards, be like, yo, did you, did you mean that? Like, I think fuck. it's I think it's funny. Oh my god! Because like whatever you say to me, like I'm gonna get you back. Like yeah, no, I know, but like even if, if that hurts your, it doesn't hurt your feelings. Then I I think it's funny when someone can point out something about me that I don't realize about myself. And it's like if I'm already getting if I'm already getting fucked, like I'm oh, already quick. like climaxing, like. Should we play this it is, game? It what? is it is like a we, blurry tell me the situation. Game again. Three words, three words. She could destroy me. Oh fuck! All right, I let's play. I don't let's know play. you. I don't well know you enough. Oh, you mean oh, that you can do that with oh, people you really yeah, know? Yeah, no, I mean, I question you just... your self worth for the rest of your life. Got it. I yeah. thought you'd fire off on me right yeah, now. Yeah, I was like, I was fuck. Like, no, it, it it would be just a surfacey remark. I was like, let me cry on the way. That's why I was like, damn, you're like a psychic. I'm like, I'm not. And this and was funny, no more. What's funny is that I believe that you could do that right now, and that I would actually be deeply offended. Yeah, because just look you had at that choker. I, yeah. but I mean, look like, at that choker. That's four. Doesn't count. But like, if you took it off, like, okay, you know, like it's yeah. no longer the the insult is Wait, no longer all, relevant. I like, like, I like this choker. First of all, I, I like want, it too. I think it's you. nice. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Girls love jewelry. Thank you. Hey, take off the extra ring. He's accessorizing to attract women, not men. So exactly. I yep. liked it and you didn't. Mission accomplished. Oh my God. Yeah, I like good. it. <laughs> <laughs> I said, look at it. What advice would you give to our audience? Look at that camera. Who's your audience? What Think are you of the, the most general, broadest uh, like advice you can give. The, the advice that will hit the most people. Like, you know. Honestly, my advice to, to men in any age group is it's really not your fault that society has like structured you to not feel your feelings. And even if you feel like, oh, I'm not allowed to cry or acknowledge how you're feeling because you don't want your boys to judge you or whatever, it's like the moment that you do, like that's when you really unlock like who you are as a man. So it's like, fuck what your friends think, fuck what the rest of society thinks. Also, women think that's extremely hot when you're vulnerable and you can acknowledge your emotions. But like, I just never want you to feel guilt about that because literally that's like how society has been structured. Like women, we get to be vulnerable, but you know, we're also chastised for it, for being crazy. But like, just try it. Like, yeah, just try it. We, we think it's attractive. Wait, oh fuck, that sparked up. <laughs> now you got questions. Me too. I got another one. Ask the other question. Ask Hold the other question. Go for ask it. This question now. Yeah, yeah, ask the question. Okay, so recently I've been seeing, and I've always thought this just as a man in my experiences with women, but because now I see women posting about it, it going viral, it getting like the reactions from other women that I'm like, oh, this is a, a popular thought. Um, seen, seen a very viral TikTok talking about like when you see him cry for the first time and you're not attracted to him anymore or like when you, when he thinks he can be vulnerable with you and you're like, and then these, there's like a trend of like making it a joke, like ill, like, you know what I mean? Like, what do you think of girls saying that? Cause I see a lot of girls say it's very attractive when a man is vulnerable, but then I see that, which is like the almost antithesis of that. So. I don't know. I, for me, I just feel like if a woman can't acknowledge a man's feelings as like the ultimate symbol of strength and like vulnerability, it's just like, okay, you're just like kind of also underdeveloped. Mm. Like to me, like maybe it's just the way like my trauma is set up. But to me, like if a man can cry, I'm like, oh, that rules out being a psychopath because they don't feel emotions. So already that's a green flag for me. I'm like, hell yeah. Like at least I don't run the risk of like getting murdered. I mean, like there's still a chance obviously, <laughs> but like it already like downgrades you from like the most dangerous 1% 
of the population to the most dangerous 3%, which is a sociopath. So like, I'll still take those odds like way better. So it's it's the ultimate green flag for me. And it's like, if a woman like thinks that only a man has to be strong for her, it's like, well, how are you so weak as a woman that when your man breaks down that you can't step in and be his strength? So it's like, it's, it's an L. I I also think in that situation, it feels very like black and white. But like, and that's it depends the, what you're crying about. It depends what you're crying about, how mm-hmm. often that person yeah, yeah, is, yeah. and maybe maybe it's like a situation where it's like, yo, that guy just needs to sack up. So it's like it's very 100%. situational. Yeah. And it's hard to like pinpoint a specific response. Yeah, uh, it's th- all the same for me. Like if you're constantly breaking down, like that's symptomatic of like a much more serious issue. It could be a mood disorder. It could be a personality disorder. It could be that this person finally feels safe enough for the first time in their life that they're allowed to express themselves. Like when I first started therapy, I was crying over the dumbest shit, like the dumbest shit. It didn't even make sense. But I was like, oh my God, this is the first step to healing. So I was like, if your partner can't recognize that and support you through it, like that's, that sucks. So it's like, I never question, I'll never invalidate someone's feelings. Even if I personally think they're dumb, it's, it's not up to me to assign you intentions or dictate why you should feel the way you feel. It's just like if you really love someone, like you have to support them through everything, even if it doesn't make sense. Well, I think we should wrap it there before we discuss that topic more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, I think we could just go all night. Yeah. No, I mean you've had some great banger quote clips, which I'm like, thank you. It's it's like you know a lot of people have good quote clips, but I'm like, damn, that was like the number seven one. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm writing that down. <laughs> Shig. Seven was, in the face, seven in the quotes. <laughs> uh, what would you like to promote? Um, you know, Ho Cosmetics, H-E-A-U-X, cosmetics.com. If not, uh, I'm just, as a person, extremely fun to Google. So just <laughs> Lydia Duprod, if you ever just want to spend zero dollars and fall down a rabbit hole, enjoy. I worked really hard for all of that. <laughs> and most of it's true. <laughs> oh, I like how she said most of it. Most of it. Never believe everything yeah. you Google. Yeah, but the like, vast majority is actually true. I'm Lydia Dupra, and I'm under the influence. Wow. You really got all the way to the end. I really like that you did that. But since you're here, might as well like and subscribe and leave a comment on who's got the nicer hair. We're also giving away $50 every week to the funniest review of our podcast. All you got to do is leave a review that'll make us giggle, screenshot it, and then text the number on the screen, and you're automatically entered for a chance to win. Also, that's a real number, so you can just text us when you're lonely, you need a date to prom, or if you're looking for hot single moms in your area, text us. I'm Utak. I'm Jeremy. And And we're we're under the influence. influence. Uh Ah, ha, ha. Oh.